This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. From Ram Field on the campus of Madison Comprehensive High School, it is time already for week number nine of high school football around the state of Ohio. And tonight, the Madison Rams were gracious enough on homecoming to host your Lexington Minutemen on a beautiful night for football. Hi, everybody. Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier with you. And tonight, we've got a good one for you as the Lexington Minutemen basically have to win the next two games to get into the playoffs. But if they do win the next two games, I think it's safe to say they will make the playoffs. But you got to start tonight by getting a win over Madison. The Minutemen come in tonight 3-5 and five overall. They are 2-3 and three in the OCC. The Madison Rams are 1-7 and seven overall, and they got their first win of the season last week in conference, so they're 1-4 and four in the conference. They beat Mount Vernon last week 38-0. So Madison coming off of their first win in quite a while, going back to early last year, I believe. Um, and then uh, Lexington, are, the Minutemen are now on a three-game losing streak. They're trying to break that skid after uh, going on a three-game winning streak in the middle of the year. And uh, looking to do that tonight. And they have had a lot of success over Madison over the last, uh, well, over a half a decade now. They haven't really even come close to uh, falling in one of these matchups against the Rams. It's been pretty much a blowout every year as long as I can remember here for the Minutemen against the Rams. And hopefully they'll uh, continue that streak tonight because, uh, like I said, they pretty much got to win out to get in. And if they do win out, they will get in. It's pretty much as simple as that. Uh, the Rams at this point, just playing for a little bit of pride, they are actually mathematically eliminated already from the playoffs. And uh, tonight, of course, they're here for homecoming, their final home game of the year. And the next week they've got to go to Mansfield Senior. So the chances of getting a win, uh, another win, the rest of the year for the Rams is, uh, is getting slimmer and slimmer. But uh, they'll look to kind of keep that high from last week going and, Bring it in here tonight against the Minutemen. And the Minutemen last week coming off of a heartbreaking loss to uh, the New Philadelphia Quakers, 21-14. to They led, or excuse me, they were tied 7-7 at halftime, uh, but uh, just couldn't come out with the win last week and uh, fell just a little short. So they are looking to rebound. Madison coming in with some momentum. We'll see who gets out of here with a win tonight. Uh, I believe two years ago, the last time we were here, I think it was the Minutemen 42 to nothing, I want to say, if my memory serves me correctly. I think that night, uh, it was a rainy night. I think Braden's, mm, was that the night Braden Stutes had his first touchdown of his career? I cannot remember, uh, but I do remember it was just a torrential downpour at one point towards the end of the game, and there was nobody left here. Uh, but tonight, complete opposite. It is beautiful. There are some clouds off to the west, but uh, nothing that I think is going to be any type of factor weather-wise. It is perfect tonight, just over 60 degrees. And, uh, hey, middle of October, week nine, you can't ask for much better weather than this. We have not had rain once this year at any point, so keep that streak going tonight as well. Uh, we're just under eight minutes from kickoff here at Ram Field, where, as I mentioned, it is homecoming night, so not a bad crowd over there on the home side for the Rams. Nice little student section as well. Lexington brought a little student section of their own uh, tonight down off to our right, 
And not a little bad little crowd over here for the Minutemen either. Should be a good game. And uh, we'll kick it off in just over seven minutes. When we come back, we'll get you a little preview of what's going on, uh, uh, what's going on around the conference tonight. And uh, we'll get you the kickoff from Ramfield between Madison and Lexington coming up on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this, they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Back here at Ram Field, getting close to kickoff between uh, the Minutemen and the Madison Rams. Week number nine of high school football around the state of Ohio. And tonight, let's get you a quick rundown of what's going on around the conference. Uh, over on our sister station, GoTigers.com, you can hear the all the action tonight between the uh, Mansfield Senior TY Tigers as they head down to Energy Field to take on the Mount Vernon Yellow Jackets. 
West Holmes will take the trek out to New Philly to take on the Quakers. And the Worcester Generals will come to Ashland for a little bit of a rival game there between the Generals and the Arrows. And uh, that'll be a good Week 9 matchup as well. Both of those teams desperate for a win. Worcester on a major uh, downslide since really early in the season. They have just... I, I don't know what happened to Worcester this year, but uh, they need a win tonight just about as bad as anybody. Definitely down. And uh, Ashland, they also need a little bit of a win because they're 4-4. Four and four. They're right on the cusp of, of uh, playoff berth, and uh, both of those teams need a win. So that could actually be a really good game over there at Community Stadium in Ashland. So that's what's going on around the conference. Um. Back here at Madison, we'll get you uniforms brought to you by BP Electric. Uh, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. The Minutemen tonight wearing all white. Their white helmets with the Minuteman logo on the right side, the player numbers on the left side, and the white jerseys with purple numbers and letters, a little bit of gold trim, and their white pants tonight with the gold stripe down the side with the two purple stripes uh, kind of running along with the gold one. They've got the Block L logo as well on the left hip. The Madison Rams tonight wearing their uh, silver helmets with some green trim and almost like a Ram logo on those helmets. And then they've got their uh, green jerseys with white letters and numbers, pretty much all white trim, and then all green pants tonight, the dark green for the Rams. So it's the all white for Lex and the pretty much all green for Madison. As the Minutemen already on their sideline, we're up in the away press box right behind their sideline, so we'll be on the away side tonight. And then the Rams, taking the field now, will run across the field and take the field tonight. And Derek, Minutemen need to stop this little losing streak and uh, get back in the playoff hunt. What's the keys to the game tonight? Yeah, so I had the opportunity to kind of in a meeting with uh, Coach Gordon for Madison, we kind of talked. You know, I congratulate him on his first win, and I said, man, New Philly can really hit. They're probably the most physical team that I've seen all year. And he looked at me with a little smirk. He goes, well, they told us we were the most physical team. So, keys to the game, I think you just got out physical, you know, Madison a little bit. I know we've talked a lot, you know, over the last couple games. Running game, I think, is going to be key. Just keep Madison on the field on defense. And just take your shots when they come. But I think the running game has got to be key tonight. So the Ram marching band will exit the field. And we're just about set for kickoff. Week number nine. And the Minutemen will take the field. And they will receive the football first tonight. They'll send Braden Fogle and Seven Allen deep to receive. Although the smarter teams this year haven't kicked to those two <laughs> no. for obvious reasons. A little homecoming for Seven, too. Absolutely. So Seven Allen back where he played last year. And I'm sure he'll be itching to uh, find the end zone tonight any way he can. You never know. Maybe this is one of those weird nights where he gets a defensive special teams and offensive touchdown. That'd be nice. Uh -huh. 
So Madison will kick off. And it'll be the freshman, Cam Moisey. We'll have it up on the tee. The far hash at the 40-yard line. He'll kick it right to left as we see it, or north to south. And Moisey runs up, and he'll... It's almost not even a squib. It's almost an onside kick, and the Minutemen will fall on it at the 35. Yeah, that was a little... That was the weirdest squib I've ever seen. So, yeah, it would look more <laughs> like an onside kick. But, hey, you know what? Freshman out there kicking, he must know what he's doing a little bit, so... Cooper Dreibelbiss fell on it. And the Minutemen will have good field position to start tonight. As they'll send out sophomore quarterback Joey Caudell for his ninth start at quarterback. And he'll bring the Minutemen out with two wide receivers on the right. Markel Martin and... Mason Green, both in there, tailback to start the game. As Caudell's going to be in the shotgun, first and 10 from the 35. Joey takes. He's going to fake a give. Now he will give to Markel Martin off the left side. He's going to pick up four out to the 39-yard line. And a nice little gain there to start the game for the Minutemen. They'll set up a second and four. Yeah, nice push on first down. Nice to get six yards on the first, first play kind of opens up the playbook for second down. So second and six minute men at their own 39-yard line. They'll have seven Allen in the slot right with Fogel out wide to the right. Back in the shotgun again for Caudell. Two backs, one on each hip. Joey takes. He's going to throw on second down. He's got a man near side. It's Braden Fogel caught, 45, and he's going to get out to the 50. We've got a flag down. Ineligible downfield. And it will be. Which that was odd because yeah, I didn't see there was no reason for anybody to be downfield on that play. Well, Joey just took the snap, faked the handoff, and threw, threw it. it. There wasn't even yeah. really time for a man to get downfield. Oh, maybe they're saying there wasn't the people on the line. I gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So that'll push the Minutemen back to their own 34 now. It'll be second and 11. Caudell back in the shotgun again. No, he's going to go pistol this time. Martin is the back. He's going to have two wide receivers each way. Takes the snap on second down. He'll throw. Caudell, now he's going to roll right. He's got a little bit of time, but nobody there. He's going to throw it into the sideline. And incomplete. Third and 11 coming up. Yeah, it was a slow... Uh developing play there. He did have seven on a little bit of a cross. I think he kind of missed him, but yeah, a little pressure put on by Madison there. So a third and 11 now for the Minutemen at their own 34-yard line. They'll have three wide receivers off to the right. It's Allen, Wilson, and Fogel. One man off to the left by himself, and Caudell in the pistol. From the 34, third and 11 takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. He's winding up down the far sideline, and over on the far sideline, Gage Powell looking for a flag. He's not going to get one, and it'll set up a fourth down. Yeah, good play on first down, and then the penalty kind of 
put them behind the sticks a little bit, so they got to get that cleaned up. Joe at least had time on that play, so maybe should have looked for something a little underneath. So now Markel Martin will come on to punt this thing away. He's going to stand back at about his own 21-yard line. Deep to return for the Rams. Owen Wigton. Saw him quite a bit last year. A little bit of a low snap, but Markell gets it away. Pretty good punt, and it's going to take a little bit of a minute man roll down to the 31. And that's where the Rams will take over. First and 10, Madison. Nice to see Seven Allen out that are on defense, too. So. Yep, good to have him back. So Cam Coon, the junior, will come out and run things for the Rams. And he ran the ship last year as well. The 6'2 junior quarterback. And here come the Rams. First and 10 at their own 31-yard line. Coon going to be in the pistol. Two wide receivers to the left. He takes the snap. He's going to fling it out to the left. And it's a big hit by Seven Allen on the catch by Grayson Sassis. That'll be a big loss on first down. Yeah, loss of about five or six. Nice closing speed by Allen. We know he's fast, but he got there in a hurry and made a big hit. Man, that was a big loss. I think it's officially going to be five there on the loss. So a good way to start for the Minutemen. It'll be second and 15. Coon in the shotgun. Two wide to the right, one to the left. Takes. He's going to fling it out to the right. And he's got a little man. He's got a man out there. Sassis again. Out to about the 35. Flags on the play. Ineligible downfield, kind of like what the minimum huh. had happened to him. That's odd. There was a lineman that was at the second level. So. so now one penalty for each team, the same penalty same for penalty. each team on the same down of each drive. <laughs> so we'll see if this kills the Rams drive here. Nice. They were already five yards behind the sticks. This will push them way back now. This is gonna be second and 20. I'd like to see the Midman put a little pressure on the quarterback here. So this will actually be second and 19 is how they have it lined up. Scoreboard's kind of scurry. They don't have the downs on it. And this is the one, one of the few places, too, where the down markers are on the away side. So we're actually looking at them from behind. Second and long, they hand off, and the Minutemen are there. Nice. They've got it bottled up. A good stop there. Chris Adkins-Tolbert with the carry. He'll get maybe three. All right, big third down here. Minmen can get them off the field. They should get good field position. So this will set up a third down and long, third and about 17. Kuhn going to be in the shotgun this time. Three wide to the right, one to the left. He takes the snap. He's going to roll right. He's looking right. He's throwing way down the field on the far sideline. It is caught. What a catch. 
I didn't even get a yardage on that either because of the uh, scoreboard here is not working. <laughs> Probably about a 40 to 45 yard pass. Yeah, I want to say 37 maybe. Yeah. And that was Owen Wigton on the catch. But we'll call it a 37-yarder. First and 10. Now the Rams down to the Lex 32. They hand it off, and the uh, Minutemen are in there, and they stuff it on first down. And Tolbert, Adkins Tolbert, gets the carry. He's going to lose a couple. Well, they'll say he lost one. So second and 11 coming up for the Rams. Kind of similar to a couple games ago where the Minutemen just kept giving a big chunk plays, good between the, the tackles, and then they give a chunk play up, and that puts them in scoring position. So they got to get that cleaned up. So the Rams this time, they'll send one to the right, two to the left in the shotgun. Coons, second and 11 from the 32. He takes, he's going to give, and again, off the left side with a ton of room is Tolbert, and he's going to take it all the way to the house down the near sideline. Touchdown Rams, and they strike first. Yeah, they kind of sealed the edge there, and there was nobody there, and he kind of just waltzed in for the score. So that makes it 6 nothing Rams with the extra point pending. And on to attempt the extra point, Cam Moisey, the freshman who kicked it off earlier. Snap is back. It's a good one. The hold is good. The kick is up, and it sneaks through the right upright. So that'll make it 7-0 Rams early on here. 7.38 to go. First quarter from Ranfield on fearthevillage.com. Need to get power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. 7-0 early lead here for the Rams at home over your Lexington Minutemen. 7.38 to go, first quarter. And Cam Moisey will get set to kick this thing away again. His first kick, I don't really know if that was supposed to be like an onside kick or just a really short squib. <laughs> But it ended up, the result was almost like a squib kick. The men had been recovered at the 35. So Moisey has it teed up over at the 40-yard line. And he'll get set to kick it off for the second time tonight. He runs up. This one's much more of a deeper not really a squib again, though, and it's Mason Green taking it, and he's going to pick it up and run it out 
to about the 33, 34-yard line, and that's where the Minutemen will start this drive. So similar to last drive. And we'll see what the Minutemen can do here. Yeah, Madison didn't do anything, uh, you know, tricky on that last the scoring drive. They just had the deep shot, and, you know, when it's third and 25, you got to Got to know the sticks and just don't let anybody behind you. So. Yeah, and that was a great catch by Wigton. And uh, obviously without ca without that catch, the drive dies way yeah, back nothing. in their own end. Yep. yep. I mean, that play, that was a huge play. First and 10-minute men. They'll have Caudell in the pistol, three wide to the right, one to the left. From the 34, they'll throw it out near side. Seven Allen's got it. He's got a little room. And he's going to break it to the near sideline, and he'll get to about the 37. So that'll be a gain of three on first down. Yeah, I'm glad the Minutemen made an adjustment there in the last drive. The DB was sagging almost 15 yards, gave him a huge cushion. So that was a good play call. Just hoping he broke a tackle. And he actually kind of did. He could have easily been stuffed at the line of scrimmage there. Managed to get three. Second and seven. They'll send Fogle. Wilson and Allen off to the left. Powell by himself to the right. Caudell's going to be in the pistol this time. He takes. He's going to fake a given, run it himself off the right side, 40. And he gets out near a first down. He might have gotten it, and I think he did. That's going to be a gain of about seven. Yeah, I think he was uh, surprised how quickly he got to the edge and nobody was there. So first down minute men at their own 44 on the seven-yard run by Joey Caudill. First first down of the night for the Minutemen. Fogle, Wilson, Allen off to the left again. Powell is going to be off to the right. Caudell in the pistol, takes the snap. Again, it's Allen out in the left flat this time. He's got room, and he's near midfield. Gets brought down at about the 49. That'll be a gain of six. They're going to say a gain of five at the 48-yard line. So two catches now for Seven Allen on this drive. And those are nice little easy throws and catches for Caudell and Allen just to kind of get a little rhythm going. And then, you know, one of these times you could mix it up and take a deep shot. Well, and he could probably pop one of those too. If he made two guys miss, we know his speed. So I think that's just play calling to set up other plays. Three wide to the right again. They're going to stick with this formation. Powell off to the left. And the pistol uh, caught L. Second down. He's going to throw as he was hit. He got it out of there. And Braden Fogle brought it in at the 49, a gain of three. But that was just a good job of Caudell to even get that thing away. Yeah, I think at first he was looking for seven going deep. Nothing was there, and he kind of looked underneath. So this will bring up a third and three. Minutemen are across midfield to the Madison 49. They'll stick with that pistol formation, three to the left, one to the right. Mason Green, the tailback, and the Rams jumped, I think. This should be, it is, an offside and encroachment on Madison. This is going to be a free first down for the Minutemen. Good job by Joe to kind of draw them offsides there. We'll take, the, we'll take the easy first down. So that'll push the Minutemen down to the Madison 44. And a free first down. They'll send Allen, Fogle, and Wilson off to the left again. Powell by himself to the right. Caudell takes. He's going to keep it off the right side. He's got a little room. 40 down the near sideline, 35, and a first down. 
Nice pickup by Joe there, kind of went to the right side and kind of similar to the first play that he got outside there, but yeah. So that'll be a gain of 11 for Joey. He's got 18 yards rushing on this drive already. And the third straight first down for the Minutemen. Three wide to the left again. Powell, the lone man to the right, caught L in the pistol. With Green, he takes. He's going to fake a throw to the left and now roll to the right, and he's going to throw it away. I think that looked like a busted play. Yep. But Joey, for a younger quarterback, has done a great job this year of throwing the ball away. You don't see that a lot. A lot of kids are tempted just to kind of hold on to it. They don't realize they can throw it away, or they try to make a play and get sacked. But Joey's done a good job this year of just – if he gets towards the sideline and knows he can't get positive yardage, that thing's going into the into the bench. Yeah, it just shows his, uh, he's a very cerebral player. Yep. So this time, Minutemen will mix it up. They'll go back into the shotgun, two wide to the right. Nobody off to the left. Second and ten, they'll give it off the left side. Markel Martin's got all kinds of room, and he's going to get down to about the 25. And... Let's see. They'll put it down right at about the 26, a gain of seven. Yeah great, yeah, great play design there. Yep, and that'll set up a third and short. Third and three. Two wide to the right, and the shotgun again, third and three. Caught L takes, and he's going to fumble on the exchange there. And I think Lex is back on it, but that's going to be fourth down. And it'll be a loss of yardage. And now they've got the scoreboard working for us. Hey. <laughs> I don't have to guess on how many yards they have anymore. <laughs> so that'll set up a fourth and five. Will Perkins is dressed tonight. He's back out there. I think this is within his range, and it's right in the middle of the field. But Looks like they're going. Yeah, you're down 7 nothing early on the road. Fourth and five. They've done a pretty good job on this drive so far. Why not go for it? Maybe try to draw them off sides again. Absolutely. Fogel, Allen off to the right, timeout, Lex, yeah. and we'll take a quick one with them. So with 3.11 to go, first quarter, it is Madison 7, Lex nothing on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Captain Matthew Sheets, and you're listening to Miniman Football on fearthevillage.com. Well, the only score so far in the OCC besides the one here tonight is Mansfield Senior leading Ma uh, Mount Vernon 7-0 early on. Shelby leading Ontario 7-0 in the first quarter. I thought that game, just the way Shelby's kind of fallen a little bit since the start of the year, I thought maybe Ontario. Ontario yeah, I thought that was a blowout in the making. At? That is, is that at Ontario. Ontario. So we'll keep an eye on that one too. That one's for the Moac. Mm -hmm. Fourth and five out of the timeout. Caudell shotgun. He takes. He's going to step back to pass. He's going to throw down the far corner of the end zone. He's got seven Allen touchdown, Minutemen. That's number one. 26 Boy, that, yards. That probably feels good for him. So the Minutemen now an extra point away from tying this thing right back up, and that's a great response by the Minutemen offense. Yeah, going forward on fourth down, scoring a touchdown. 
Not that it didn't help it, but yeah, two Madison defenders kind of ran into each other. So they did. Throw, but that was a great throw by Joe. That was a really good throw on fourth down. So Will Perkins now steps on. The lefty will boot this one up and through. Took him a while to say it was good. And the minute men have tied it right back up. 7-7, 3.04 to go first quarter on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team. 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. This is Carter Newman, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. A great response by the Minutemen offense here to tie this thing back up at 7. As they took it 66 yards down the field, had three first downs on that drive. And even a fourth down conversion there, which... Ended up being a touchdown, 26-yard pass and catch from Caudell to Seven Allen. So for the first time tonight now, the Minutemen kickoff team is out there. Will Perkins will set it up at the 40, right down just to our left on the near, the near hash. And he'll kick this thing deep. The deepest man back there is Chris Atkins Tolbert. And Will, a little bit of a short kick, and it's oh. going to bounce, and a miscommunication there by the Rams. They're going to pick it up, and it's going to be Wigden, and he's going to bring it out to about the 19-yard line, and that's where the Minutemen defense will now set up and try to force hopefully a three and out here deep in uh, Madison territory. They're going to start this drive at their own 19. Yeah, great coverage there on special teams for the Minutemen. Keep them... At the 20. So Cam Coon will bring the Rams offense back out. And if I remember right, he was running things for the Rams as a freshman. So he's this is his third year as a starting quarterback. Well, they took their lumps. Yes, they, they did. They still are. <laughs> In the shotgun, Coon will send two to the left, one to the right. From their own 19-yard line, it's first and 10. He's going to give up the middle. And the Minutemen are going to stuff it for no gain. That was Adkins Tolbert again. Going nowhere on that one. Second and 10 coming up from the 19. Well, they gave him a generous one there, so... <laughs> Always a pain for me because I've got to change, change, yeah. change it on the score sheet. So second and nine. Two wide receivers sneak off to the left. Nobody off to the right. Kuhn in the shotgun from the 20. Takes the snap. He's going to throw on second down. He's looking up the field. He's got a man. And this is going to be another touchdown. Owen Wigton again. 80 yards, just snuck behind the defense there, and man. Yeah, they're definitely picking on that side of the field and that defender, so just Miniman's got to make some adjustments. 
Another, I mean, that was a great pass right in the bucket. I mean, the kid didn't even have to break stride. So Moisey steps on to attempt the extra point. He's one for one on the night. Snap is good. We've got a flag, though. Kick was good, but going to be offsides on the Lex. So in theory, this could give Madison a chance to go for two. They might here, actually. Here they come. And, yep. So Madison will take the one yard because it's half the distance to the goal. And when they line up for an extra point, they snap it from about the two and a half. So this will go down to about the one yard line. They'll go for two. And they're going to go with a little bit of a wildcat look here. Caleb Gordon, he'll take the snap, fake a handoff, run up the middle, and I don't think nope. he got it. I think he no was good. stuffed by the Minutemen. So All right, defense. The offside penalty there actually works out for the Minutemen, and it'll keep the score at a six-point deficit, 13-7. to 2.03 to go, first quarter on fearthevillage.com. So I switched my insurance to State Farm, and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town. And get this, my actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this, my actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this, they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Braden Fogel, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. So, we've had consecutive scores on three straight drives, two by the Rams, one by the Minutemen. And I don't know if I expected a shootout when we came here tonight, Derek. Well, but they did put up 38 against, you know, Mount Vernon, so they proved that they can score. I think it's just an adjustment the defense mm-hmm. have to make. Yep. Either jamming him off the line or maybe running a little bit of safety well, help over there. Well, especially in years past, too, the Rams aren't, at least the last five years, they're not really known for throwing the ball. So More of a running team. Yep. Like you said, just a few adjustments maybe, and the Minutemen will be all right. A little squib no. kick here, and the Minutemen jump on it. They're going to have this thing at their own 45. <laughs> I think they're really afraid of our speed because I saw the kid – kicking in warm-ups. I mean, he can boot it even as a freshman. They just probably don't want to give us a chance to return the ball. Well, I mean, the one thing if, if <laughs> the one thing you don't want to do if you're a team that just scored the football is give the ball to the other team at their own 46. Yeah, that's, that's a to me, scratcher. Right. To me, that's just not, I mean, if you want to squib it, okay, squib it. But, but kick it a little deeper. <laughs> I mean, the 46-yard line. That's not deep at all. My goodness. The wind could blow it that far tonight. <laughs> First and 10 minute men. They're almost near midfield to start this drive at their own 46. Two wide receivers to the left, trailing 13 to 7. They'll give off the right side, Markel Martin trying to hit the edge, and he's going to get to about the 49, a gain of three. 
Yeah, a little bit of a slow developing play. He got to the outside, was trying to cut back, just couldn't make a sharp enough cut, and Madison caught up to him. They'll put this thing almost at the 50, so second and a long six here. They'll have Carter Wilson and seven. Allen split off to the right. Fogel's lined up at tight end. Caudell in the shotgun. He takes. He's going to give. Markel Martin left side this time. Oh, and he almost had the edge, but he got tripped up just before he got there. He's going to lose a yard. Third and eight coming up. Yeah, that would have been a big gainer if he just could have made that one guy miss. They kind of had the edge sealed. We saw this package before with Fogel lying up at tight end, so maybe they're looking to take some time off the clock and move the chains, but you're probably going to have to pass here, third and about seven. Well, well, we'll call it third and eight, actually. They put that thing back at about the 48, so. Yeah, they did change it, third and eight. Third and eight, minute minute, at their own 48-yard line. Caudell in the shotgun, one back on each hip. Two wide receivers off to the right. Caudell's going to throw. He's looking near sideline and just overshoots Seven Allen into the sideline, incomplete. So the Minutemen for the second time tonight will have to punt, and they'll have a chance here to pin Madison deep if Markel can get a hold of this thing. Madison going to send Owen Wigton back there to return. He's standing at his own 20. Pretty good snap. Markel gets this thing away in a booming punt down the far sideline, and it's going to take a minute man bounce and roll and roll and roll. Keep going, baby, and it's going to roll all the way down to the three, maybe the two-yard line. A great punt great by point. Markel, 50 yards. All right, let's pin our ears back and go get them. Yep, now the Minutemen defense really has a chance here to change the momentum. Great punt by Markel Martin. They're going to say that thing went down to the wow. one. I would say there's not much wind at all. So when it hit, he just had a great bounce. Just kept rolling, like you said. Well, it's always good if the football can kind of get long ways and roll. Instead of rolling end over end, it was right. kind of rolling like a basketball there, and that thing rolled about 15 yards. Absolutely, after it hit the turf. So first and 10, Madison at their own one-yard line. They're going to bring out the jumbo package, it looks like. The only wide receiver is going to be Wigton off to the left. Kuhn is actually going to get up under center in a power eye look. Kuhn takes, he's going to give off the left side, and Tolbert is going to bring it out to about the three. We've got a flag, maybe the four. Hope that's not face mask. Yep. And it, it is. is. Mm. So a three-yard gain and then a face mask on the Minutemen. Well, it's a five-yard variety, so... So it'll still be second down, but it's only going to be second and one. No, they'll say. Yeah, it's first down. Well, they counted the play. Well, that's quarter. And the end of the first <laughs> quarter. We'll make sure we get the down correct. The marker says marker second says down. Second, the scoreboard yeah. says first. Should so be second. We'll figure it out here when we come back. 
That's the end of the first quarter, 13-7, Madison on top on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Just about set to start the second quarter here at Ram Field, where it is Madison 13, Lexington 7, Madison Football. And... We still don't know what down it is. <laughs> we think it's second down. Well, I would like to think that the marker would be correct and the scoreboard would be wrong because the referees are right there and they can correct it. Well, with my chain gang expertise, it should be second down. Well, they kept the yardage from the first down play, which is what makes me think it's supposed to be second down. Mm -hmm. They kept the three yards and then got a five-yard penalty. penalty. Well, they actually gave him four on the run, so it'll be second and one here. Two wide to the left, one to the right for Kuhn, who's in the shotgun from the nine-yard line. He takes, he's going to give. Caleb Gordon is going to get hit and then keep fighting, and I think he's going to get the first down. He's still fighting out to the 14, and that'll be a gain of five. Nice run there by the sophomore, moving the chains. So, so far tonight, Madison has run the ball six times for 43 yards. They have thrown three times, completed all three for 112 yards. That's a nice average. Well, I'll back that one down to a four-yard gain for Gordon on the last play. Out to the 13, first and 10 for the Rams. They're going to run four wide receivers and a bunch to the left. Kuhn is going to take and pump fake, and now he's going to have to run. Boozer's got a hold of him, and the Minutemen are going to get him. He's going to throw it out of there. That's going to be, I think, an incomplete pass, unless they said he was down first. Boozer had a hold of him, unless that was, that was Boozer, I think. I think they're going to say he got rid of it. So, yep, break. incomplete pass. Man, the Minutemen had him, but it just didn't have uh, – Boozer kind of had like his ankle. He didn't really have the body of Kuhn there, so he just kept kind of spinning him around, and then Kuhn got it out of there. Second and ten. Madison going to go with two wide to the right this time, one to the left. Kuhn in the shotgun with Gordon on his left hip from the 13. He takes, he's going to give Gordon dancing around up the middle now, and he's going to find a hole and get through it. Now he's going to cut back far sideline, 35, 40, 45, and across the 50, and they'll put him down at about the 48-yard line. That's going to be a 39-yard gain. Now they'll say 40 nice for little, Caleb Gordon. Yeah, nice little jump cut in the, in the middle there, and then he showed his speed, great speed for a sophomore to get out there. Not a big kid, but 
He can. He definitely has some wheels. So Madison across midfield to the Lex 47. They'll send one wide receiver off to the left. Three to the right this time. Kuhn in the shotgun again with Gordon on his right hip. And he takes. They'll give to Gordon again. And again, right up the middle, he's going to get about five. Nice vision there to cut back and pick up the five yards. And it looks like, I mean, the Minutemen are in there. But <laughs> Caleb, he's, he's such a small kid and elusive. Just kind of dancing around until he gets out of there. Yeah, he's kind of built like Seven Allen is, almost like the same type of build. So second and five now. Down to the 42. Kuhn in the shotgun, too wide to the right. He takes, he gives. Gordon up the middle. Minutemen there this time, and he's only going to get one. That'll bring up a third and four. Minutemen are trying to rip at the ball to maybe see if they can get it away from him. Big third down here. So the Minutemen here, just even for confidence purposes, they need a stop here on this third down. Haven't forced many third downs tonight so far. Madison able to stay ahead of the chains. Third and four from the 41. Kuhn, they're going to go power eye here from the 41. On third and four, Kuhn up under center. He takes. He's going to give Gordon off the left side, nice and the minute men get him. It was Cam Boozer. Cooper Dreibelbiss was over there as well, and in fourth down. And four coming up. Yeah, decision time for Madison, kind of that no man's land here. Too too long for a field goal, maybe too short for a punt, and they have been running the ball well. So, And they will go for it. Kuhn goes over to the sideline to get the play. And they'll break the huddle, and they're going to go power eye again. Wigton, the only receiver, will split off to the left. Fourth and three from the 41. Up under center, Kuhn. Maybe trying to get a hard count here and get a penalty, and Madison not going to go for it. Yeah, They're going to take a timeout. And, yeah, good discipline there by the Minutemen. Absolutely. So 8-19 to go, second quarter. Madison up 13-7. to We'll take a quick break on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Captain Matthew Sheets, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. So a good job there by the Minutemen to not jump on the hard count. And it's fourth and three. Madison just used their first timeout of the half. Lex has also used one, so each team with two timeouts left here in the first half. It's 13-7, to seven, Madison on top. And it looks like Madison is going to punt this thing away, although Kuhn is going to step in to punt. And he is the quarterback, so you definitely have to always be wary of a fake. But this is a good punt. It's going to be high and down to the far sideline, and Seven Allen makes the fair catch over there at about the eight or nine-yard line. We'll see where they mark it. 
And the Minutemen get the ball back. Good stand there on defense. Yeah, Madison, we had him backed up at a couple first downs, and actually the big run by Gordon got him up past midfield, mm -hmm. then it just kind of stalled. Well, it's funny. The first quarter was a shootout, and so far the second quarter has been a game of field position. Right. Both teams are just punting back and forth. So Madison started their last drive down here on the one. Lex is going to start this drive on their own nine. So they'll send Braden Fogle split off to the right. Lexington going to go in the power eye of their own here. First and ten from their own nine. Caudell gets up under center. He's going to hand it off. Mason Green dancing. He's trying to get the edge left side. He can't get there. He's going to lose a yard. Yeah, good pursuit there by Madison. Play yeah. had a chance for a second, but just couldn't get the edge. First carry of the night for Mason Green. So it'll be second and 11 now, minute, minute, their own eight. Still in the power eye. Caudell's going to get up under center again. Mason Green is the farthest tailback, and Joey's going to throw on second down. He's going to launch it deep down the field to Braden Fogle, and Kuhn was down there. There was some contact, no flag, and incomplete. Fogle a little slow getting up. Nope, he's all right. Man, he just kind of ran right into the back of Cam Coon there, looking up at the ball. No flag. <laughs> Guess he'll say incidental contact. Third and 11. Minute men at their own eight. I mean, I understand the shot. I just don't understand the Oh, there was a flag. Oh, I didn't see that. wonder if it was roughing the, roughing the passer. I don't see what the flag was. I didn't either, but it's good for the Maybe minute it I mean, the, the ref here would have thrown right. pass interference. I think it was so back it at the line something. of scrimmage. So it might yep. have been, it it been a late been a hit. Foul. Yeah. It was a 15-yard penalty, whatever it was, yeah, we'll and that it. brings the Minutemen out to their own 23. Two wide receivers to the right. They'll go in the shotgun. Caudell with one back on each hip. He's going to give Markel Martin left side. He's going to try to get to the sideline. He does, and he's going to get a nice gain there on first down. And... Maybe a gain of seven there on first down. Yeah. Well, we'll see here. Maybe six. Yep, gain of six on first down for Markel. So he now has 19 yards rushing. He's got the most rushing yards for the Minutemen right now. Caudell with 18. Second and six. Or excuse me, second and four. Minutemen at their own 29. Caudell, shotgun, takes, fakes a give. Now gives it to Mason Green, right side. He's going to dance over the 30. He'll pick up two. Nice little trap play there, kind of misdirection. Everybody thought it was flowing right, and it went left. So big third down here. you got to pick this up. Third and two. Minutemen have done a pretty good job tonight of keeping these third downs short ones, and they picked them up mostly with ease tonight when they do get a third down and short. They'll send Fogle and Allen off to the left. Caudell will have Markel Martin on his right hip, Mason Green on his left hip. He takes, he's gonna give Mason Green right side and he's gonna get hit, gets out of there, breaks a tackle and gets the first down. A good run by Mason. Man, tough, he could have been- Tough run. <laughs> yep, he could have been down for a loss. Instead, he picks up the first down. Yeah, tough run there. Way to keep his legs moving, kind of bounced off some defenders, kind of spun a little bit. 
A gain of three, they needed two. Mason was not gonna be brought down on that one before he got to the first down marker. First and 10 minute men now out to their own 34 yard line. 6.37 to go, second quarter. Madison up 13-7. Two wide receivers off to the left in the shotgun. Joey Caudell with Martin on his right hip. Green on his left hip, he'll take. On first down, he's gonna throw. Braden Fogle's got it out here in the near flat. And he's over the 40, out to the 41. And a gain of seven on first down. Nice safe pass. Good pickup on first down. Kind of opens up the playbook for second down here. You could probably take a shot here, but let's just keep moving the chains and let the clock roll. Second and three coming up for the minute men. They're at their own 41-yard line. Fogel and Allen split off to the right this time. Caudell. And that two-back shotgun takes and gives. Markel Martin, he's going to dance through a little hole and get out to the 43. I think he's going to be a yard short of a first down. Won't be surprised to see Joey run this here, third and short. Might even get under center and kind of push the pile. Probably four down territory. So it was a gain of two. Third and one. Minute men at their own 43. They've got to get to the 44. They will go in the shotgun here, at least momentarily. Caudell, and they get the Rams wow. to jump again. Another free first down. <laughs> Every Ram jumped across the line on that one. What was crazy is I could hear the, the whole Madison coaching staff yelling, watch the ball, watch the ball, and still got him. Yeah, and pushed the center <laughs> five yards back. Looks so, like, yeah, number 59 is probably going to get a little chew in there. Not only is that a free first down, it gets the Minutemen out near midfield now. They're at their own 48-yard line. And the clock is rolling. Just over five minutes to go here in the first half. Minutemen trailing by six. First and ten at their own 48. Caudell, shotgun, too wide to the right, takes the snap. They're going to keep running it, though, and this time it's Mason. No, it's Markel Martin across the 50. And down to the Madison 47. Gain of five. Yeah, Lexington's been really, really good on first down tonight so far, at least getting four or five yards. It definitely helps to be ahead of the sticks. Second and five, right in front of us. The ball is right between the 47 and 48-yard line on the Madison side of the field. Seven Allen's going to be in the slot to the right. Fogel off far to the right. Caudell. And the shotgun takes the snap, fakes a give. He's going to step back to pass. He's going to load up and go deep. He's got Fogel down there, and he tried to make an over-the-shoulder catch, and they're going to get a flag on Cam Coon. And it's going to be a pass interference on the Rams. And may uh, – I don't know if the the call earlier or the no call earlier was that bad, so I wouldn't even say this is a makeup right, call. But, but that was – I mean, we'll, well take it. I think maybe, too, it's kind of hard for high school referees to judge when someone like Braden Fogle is being covered the way he is week in and week out. Right. He takes a lot of contact that some other receivers don't take. And I almost wonder if the referees just kind of – they're just not used to that. So they yeah. kind of get caught in their own mind in no man's land on whether or not to throw the flag. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. I mean, that was – a little less pass interference than the first one with the no call. So, 
First and 10, Caudell's going to keep it off the left side, and he will stumble down to the 30, well, we'll call it the 30, about the 30 and a half. We'll say it's a gain of three, second and seven coming up. Good thing about this drive for the Minutemen is they have eaten a lot of clock here. They're already about five minutes on this drive. Got to get points here, though. Down to 345 to go in the half. Madison get the ball coming out? Uh, yes, okay. Madison will get the ball. So Lex trailing 13-7. to seven. They'll send three wide receivers off to the right. Fogle by himself to the left. Caudell in the pistol this time, takes the snap. He's going to keep it again. He's going to push off the left side down to the 29. And we'll call it a one-yard gain. Very deliberate run there. He's kind of just, he was kind of waiting to see if maybe he could cut back, kind of follow his blockers. But this is probably two down territory. It's third and five at the 28. Probably need to pick this first down up and keep pushing. So it'll be third and five. Well, third and about six, we'll call it. Minute men at the Rams 29. Caudell. In the pistol, three wide to the right this time, and he's going to look to the right, and he's going to throw it down to the corner of the end zone. Fogel's down there, and it's right through his hands in the end zone, in the back of the end zone, incomplete. Oh, it was there. Oh, what a pass. Maybe he kind of lost it in the lights, but, man, what a ball by Joe. That was right on the money. They'll connect on that one. That one's going to come back to him. And last time the Minutemen were in this position with a fourth and five, they were at the 26th the last time this happened. They ended up getting a touchdown pass to Seven Allen. This time they're at the 29 with it, fourth and about six. And they're going to go again. 2.39 to go, first half. Madison with a 13-7 lead. They'll send Powell, Wilson, and Allen off to the right. Fogle by himself to the left. Caudell's going to go in the pistol with Mason Green. He takes the snap on fourth down. Caudell, he's going to dance around. Now he's going to roll back to the left this time. He's going to throw it, and it's incomplete. He was looking at Mason Green, but Joey just kind of rolled to the right, nothing there, rolled to the left, nothing there. There's where I would probably like to want to see the patterns, maybe a couple guys to the sticks instead of everybody running streaks. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Joe just kind of ran out of real estate. So now Madison will take over with a chance to extend this lead before half. They've got two timeouts, 2.16 to go in the first half. Yeah, you can't let anything get behind you here. Man, Fogel probably wish he has that catch back. <laughs> Two to the left, one to the right on first down. Cam Coon back out there, first and 10 from the 29. He will give up the middle, and Tolbert, Atkins Tolbert is going to get stuffed. He'll gain one, second and nine coming up. And just don't get any, nothing deep here. Keep everything in front of you. Make him go the length of the field. 155 to go, first half. Well, if you're the Minutemen here, too, if you get a stop here, could use a timeout. 
Second and eight, so they gave Adkins Tolbert two on that last one. Now to the 31, two wide receivers left, one to the right, shotgun for Cam Coon on second and eight. They'll give off the right side, Adkins Tolbert again. He's going to get across the 35 and hit down to the 37, a third and two coming up, a gain of five. Now we'll call it six. Clock continues to roll, nobody using timeouts. 1.15 to go, first half. A third and two coming up. Under a minute to go now, first half. And Madison and Lex both content to watch this clock roll here. Third and two, Kuhn in the shotgun. He's going to give. Atkins Tolbert Ooh, is going to get stuffed. Up. And the minute men are all over that one. And now they will use a timeout. Matt Sheets, I think, was the one that was in there initially. And then Boozer and Dreibelbiss came up and finished the playoff. Great play there by the Minutemen defense. And for the second drive in a row, they're going to force... A ram punt. He almost took the handoff. I mean, he was there as soon as he got it. It's going to be a loss of three. And, well, they'll say maybe a loss of two. I think it's time for a seven-allen punt return for a touchdown. And the timeout there by the Minutemen to stop the clock. They've got one left. 36 seconds to go in the half. So out of this timeout, Madison is going to punt this thing away. Last timeout, it was Cam Coon to punt it. And it was a great punt. He pinned the Minutemen inside their own 10. But, yeah, like Derek said, I mean, if this is something that Seven Allen maybe can get a return on, that's what the Minutemen want out of this. Carter Wilson also back there. So the Minutemen will send two men back. Coon, this punt's not nearly as good as the first one. This thing's going to hit. And bounce out of bounds. And the Minutemen are going to have this ball at about their own. <laughs> 36-yard oh, no, line with one timeout. So 29 seconds left, one timeout. Got a couple plays here. Of course, in high school, clock stops on a first down momentarily. So... Men do have some time here. Will Perkins getting his leg warmed up just in the event that they get down close enough for a field goal attempt here to end the half. Minutemen trailing by six with the ball. 29 seconds left in the half. They're at their own 36-yard line, first and 10. And they'll send Gage Powell, Carter Wilson, and Seven Allen off to the right. Braden Fogle by himself to the left. Caudell in the pistol. He's going to take. He's back to pass. He's going to step up. Now he's going to run. He's got room 40, 45, trying to get near sideline 50. Gets a block 45 and out of bounds. Good play there. Great chip by Markell there on the corner to kind of spring him to get an extra 8 to 10 yards. Great decision there by Caudell. Might have been kind of designed too. That's going to be a gain of 22. And he got out of bounds, so the Minutemen don't have to use that timeout. Down to the Madison 42-yard line. 
19 seconds left now. Caught L back out there in the pistol again. Three wide to the right, one to the left. From the Madison 42, takes the snap. He's back. He's looking middle of the field. Seven, Allen caught 25, and he's going to be brought down at the 24. And a timeout, Lex, with 12 Great. seconds to go. Only seven seconds off the clock there. you got at least two shots here at the end zone. Gain of 18 from Caudell to 7 Allen there. And now Joey Caudell, 6 for 13 here in the first half for 62 yards. No, uh, one touchdown, no interceptions. Caudell did hit on that 26-yarder to 7 Allen for a touchdown in the first quarter. No turnovers for either team yet. I think that's, what, four catches for... Allen in the it first is half. four catches for seven Allen for 52 yards. The only other minute man right now with a catch is Braden Fogle for two catches for 10 yards. A little bit of a breeze picking up here now. So the minute men have it here, and this is maybe important to note, they've got it on the near hash, and Will Perkins is a left-footed kicker. So... If they did get down to the end here and had to kick from here, he'd be kicking back across his body, which is a little difficult to do on a high school field just because the hash marks are so wide. A lot more different than like an NFL field. High school and college, man, it's tricky to kick. So here we go. First and 10-minute men, 12 seconds to go. They have no more timeouts left. Three wide receivers to the right, one to the left. Caudell, pistol, takes the snap. He's looking near corner of the end zone. Fogel's down there. This time it is broken up and incomplete. All right, five seconds here. Going for a field goal. So they will bring on Will Perkins, who is absolutely capable from this distance, assuming the snap and hold is good. The Minutemen will set this thing down at the 31, which will make it a 41-yarder from the near hash. Wind's kind of blowing across. That does work to with. Yep. Yeah. So here we go. 41-yarder to end the half. Snap is a good one. Hold is down. The kick is up and will. It looked like the snap was just a little yeah, high. I mean, he had the distance. He, he kicked it had the distance. wide to the right. So that is how the first half will end. 13-7, Madison with a lead. And they will get the football to start the second half from Ram Field. So, take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have the BP Electric Halftime Show. We'll get you scores from around the area. We'll get you all the first half stats as well. As it's 13-7, Madison in the lead here at Ram Field over your Lexington Minutemen on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house, don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699 or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. 
Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of Ohio. H.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Halftime here at Ram Field on the campus of Madison High School. It is 13-7, Madison on top of the Lexington Minutemen. Welcome back, everybody. Corey Durbin with you here on the BP Electric Halftime Show. And let's get you some uh, stats from the first half. First for the Minutemen, uh, Lexington has run the ball so far tonight 15 times for 74 yards, led by Joey Caudell. He's had five rushes for 44 yards. Markel Martin, seven carries for 26 yards. And Mason Green got in the scorebook with three carries for four yards. Passing for the Minutemen, Joey Caudell, six for 14, which is good for 43% so far tonight. For 62 yards, one touchdown, and that was a 26-yard pass to Seven Allen, who leads the way receiving for the Minutemen tonight uh, with four catches for 52 yards. And then Braden Fogle has two catches for 10 yards. For the Rams, they've scored twice tonight. Uh, Once on a 32-yard rush by Adkins Tolbert and once on an 80-yard pass and catch from Cam Coon to to Wigdon, uh, Owen Wigdon, sorry, for 80 yards. And after a penalty by the Minutemen on the extra point, Madison decided to go for two, did not get it. And that's how we're at the... uh, 13-7 score. For Madison, uh, rushing the ball tonight, they have done it 13 times for 94 yards, and it's been a two-headed attack. Uh, Atkins-Tolbert has eight carries for 44 yards. 
Uh, Caleb Gordon got in there, ran it five times for 50 yards. And passing tonight, Cam Coon, three for four tonight, which is obviously 75%, 112 yards and a touchdown. And only two Rams have caught the ball tonight. Uh, Owen Wigton, the big one, two catches for 117 yards and a touchdown. And then Grayson Sassis got a catch for negative five yards. So kind of a weird stat sheet here in the first half as Madison has scored on two big plays and hasn't done much else. Lexington's kind of been marching the ball up and down the field only with seven points, though. And they did have a missed field goal there to end the half. So Madison will start the second half with the football. Minutemen going to have to get a stop early and get right back on the scoreboard to try to uh, keep control of this thing here at Ram Field. When we come back, we'll get you scores from around North Central Ohio. And once again, here at halftime at Ram Field on the BP Electric Halftime Show, it is Madison 13, Lexington 7 on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget. But the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. 
They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm Agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Back here at Ram Field, where the Band of Gold is performing with eh, just under 15 minutes to go until second half action. Corey Durbin back with you. Let's take a look at some scores from around North Central Ohio. We'll start in the OCC. Uh, pretty much every game at halftime right now. Ashland leads Worcester 20 to nothing. It is West Holmes 3, New Philly nothing. And Mansfield Senior leads Mount Vernon 17 to nothing. That is the one game that's not quite to halftime yet in the second quarter. Over in the Moac, Highland is uh, beating Clear Fork right now 14-3. That game already in the third quarter. Marion Pleasant shutting out Marion Harding 21-0. Galleon is currently leading River Valley 28-14. And in the second quarter, Shelby still leads Ontario 22-14. Down in the Northern 10, it is Winford 33, Seneca East 12. Buckeye Central uh, started the season strong, and they have fallen off quite a bit since about week two or three. Uh, they started the season with a couple of big wins, and then they've lost ever since pretty much every week. But they are uh, trying to get back on the right track tonight. Buckeye Central is beating Bucyrus 21-8. Colonel Crawford shutting out Mohawk 34 to nothing, And Carey looking to continue to... Run the gauntlet there in the Northern 10 and stay perfect in conference play, and they're doing that tonight up 44-8 over Upper Sandusky. Out in the Firelands Conference, it is Monroeville 34, Plymouth nothing. Uh, Western Reserve leads at halftime over Crestview 14-6, and so far no score coming in from Mapleton as the Mounties are taking on Indian Creek. In the KMAC, the Danville Blue Devils are 8-0, looking to go 9-0, and they are ahead of Mount Gilead by 10 at halftime, 16-6. It is Northmore 42, Centerburg nothing. That is really an odd score there because Centerburg hasn't been bad this year. Northmore has been pretty good, but, man, 42 to nothing. Did not see that one coming from the Golden Knights tonight. East Knox leads Loudonville 29-6. And Fredericktown leads Cardington right now 25-8. to A few other scores. Tiffin Calvert shutting out Willard 27 to nothing. It is Lucas 20, Fort Loramie 0. I'm sure Coach Hammy not happy to hear about that. It is Northwest leading Triway 13-10. Waynesfield-Goshen leads Ridgedale 32-6. Marion Elgin, again, putting up 40 points in the first half. They lead Perry. 40 to nothing. It is Hillsdale 17, Northwestern 7. Columbian leads Norwalk 41 to 7, and North Baltimore leads Crestline 20 to nothing. We are just about 11 minutes away from the second half kickoff here at Madison. The Ram marching band is on the field. The Band of Gold has wrapped up their performance at halftime. And the Rams right now lead it 13-7, and Madison does receive the kickoff to start the second half. When we come back, we'll have a little more halftime action for you and get you set up for the second half from Madison, where it's 13-7, Madison on top, on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house... 
don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699 or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Still got about eight minutes until second half kickoff, so we're going to turn it over to Derek to give you all of his Personal beliefs and political thoughts on the halftime show tonight. It's not going to be a long segment. <laughs> uh, it is 13-7. to 7, Madison on top here. Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier back with you uh, at Ram Field. The final road game of the regular season anyway for the Lexington Minutemen. Playoffs? Playoffs. <laughs> yeah, so the Minutemen have to win out to make the playoffs. The good news is, though, if they do win out, they will make the playoffs. There's really no doubt about it. It's either win both of these games uh, tonight and next week or go home, and that's a pretty simple equation. Uh, right now, by the way, uh, Ashland, if you missed it a minute ago, is beating uh, Worcester right now 20 to nothing. So looks like Ashland is going to come into Lex next week 5-4 and four, if that score holds. 
And if the Minutemen can come back here and get this win, uh, they would improve to four and five. And that would set up a pretty big showdown next week between the uh, Arrows and the Minutemen. Now, I guess, so I say that the Minutemen have to win both. I, in theory, I, I guess if you did lose tonight and beat Ashland next week, then the Minutemen could, in theory, still make it. But it would be very difficult and... Uh, Minutemen still just not getting any help anywhere else. Clear Fork has not won a game since they played Lex. Worcester has not won a game since they played Lex. And Mount Vernon hasn't won a game uh, other than beating <laughs> Worcester. So all three of the Minutemen wins this year, they've gotten help from really nobody. I mean, when it comes down to the math of how the uh, playoff picture works in the state of Ohio, the more wins you're – the people you beat, the more wins they get, the better it helps you. And the Minutemen have got no help this year whatsoever. Well, that's um, how critical that first game at Ontario when they yes. played Ontario. Because if they if they beat Ontario in that game and Ontario's season goes the way it's been going, you're yep. picking up points every week. Yeah, I mean, in theory, up till now, if, if Lex beats Ontario week one, Lex gets points for seven Ontario wins up to this point. That's huge. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, you know, that that could carry you a couple of spots, and the Minutemen are only out of the playoffs right now by three spots. You would think, you know, right. a win over Ontario, that would that would have definitely, you know, moved you up at least two or three spots. So, yeah, that, that uh, week one loss is the difference right now between being just in the playoffs and just outside the playoffs. Uh, but, of course, you know, you can't go back and take those things back and, you just got to do what you can do now. And uh, Madison with one win, and it was last week at Mount Vernon. A win tonight just helps you because you won. You're not going to get any help from any Madison wins either. So mm-hmm. Lexington just kind of scraping by on their own wins here this year and, and not getting that extra help. And that's why a team like, you know, Mansfield Senior, they can lose two games early in the year and then go on a big winning streak in their top four right now. So they would, in theory, get – two playoff home games in a row to start a playoff run. And yeah, but the difference, if you look at their schedule, we were all like, oh, my gosh, it's a gauntlet for them. Right. But they did get that big win at home. Yes, over Canfield. That was a huge win. So, you know, maybe That's, he's not as crazy as he's right. scheduling that out of conference. Then conference, I mean, they've been dominant in the conference. You well, know, and that's where over the years, too, and I totally understand that Lexington will not change the schedule. I don't think they should change the no, schedule. You're playing not. in the non-conference. You can't lose Ontario. Um, you know, some would argue whether or not you have to play Shelby or Clear Fork. I think they're both rivals, yep. um, especially Clear Fork used to be in the conference. So it's hard to try to say that you should drop one of those, but – the way the thing, the way the playoff picture works in Ohio, is wins matter, and you know, like like Mansfield Senior, they hardly play the same non-conference schedule year to year. They're picking up different teams every single year, trying to get big wins over Division One, Division Two teams, um, even other good Division Three teams. So, you know, it kind of worked for them this year. They played three really hard non-conference games. They only picked off one of those games, but it was big enough now that it could get them a home playoff game two weeks in a row. So for the Minutemen, they've been on a little bit of a losing streak to 
Shelby, and they finally got that one off their back this year against Clear Fork, but it's almost one of those things where, like, you know, beating up on, I don't know, that's another problem with our area. There just aren't a lot of options. I was say, you can't say that beating up on Little Brother because Clear Fork has shown that they could beat Lexington yeah. consistently. So, But just a team like, I don't know, you take a team like Galleon or Winford or something like that, you know, a win over one of those teams is always better than a loss to any team when it comes to playoff points. So it's just kind of a tricky thing to to uh, to schedule and, and try to get those points every year. But, of course, with the Minutemen and just sort of the tradition of football around Richland County, it's hard to drop any of those rivals. And right. that's just where you kind of go back to – you know, you're you're on what a five or six game losing streak to Shelby every year, so or uh, over the last few years, and it just kills you when it comes down to the end of the season and you're looking for playoff points. But uh, I don't think that's going to be anything that changes anytime soon. Although next year with Mount Vernon leaving the conference, you do get an extra yeah, non-conference game back. We've yeah. heard it's going to be Akron North. No. Um, that remains to be seen. So uh, Lexington will go back to a six-game conference schedule next year and four non-conference games again. I think it was a couple years ago, one of the non-conference games was scheduled like the last game of the year. Yes, uh, back when they played River Valley. Yeah, that was uh, anytime that's at the end of the year. It's a little bit weird, but and they but they did beat River Valley both years. Mm-hmm. Well, it was funny. River Valley kind of got hosed because Lexington played them at home, and then the COVID year they didn't play them at all. And then the <laughs> next year they had to come back again. <laughs> the next year River Valley came back up to Lexington again. So Lex never had to make that trip down to River Valley and beat them both times at home. So that was not not a good. Uh, experience for River Valley in this uh, matchup over the years. But yeah, Derek's right. That was a good point there. Is, uh, Lexington always ended the season with a non-conference game. So kind of see how the schedule shakes out next year. That'll be interesting going back to a six-team schedule and rumors that Dover could come back in to the conference. Of course, New Philly and Dover are are about five minutes apart from each other. So I could at least give New Philly a companion out that way. But they got some work to do today, so Yes they do. Back to <laughs> back to the here and now and Lexington trailing thirteen to seven. Just about set for second half action. Lex will kick off and Will Perkins will tee it up. Right now, the referee making sure each team goes the right direction. This is kind of the last couple weeks, Derek. The start of the game has been beautiful. Then as the night goes on, the wind just starts picking up. and It's, it's not, definitely windy. It's er. Yes. It's a steady breeze. I wouldn't say it's gusting or anything like that, but it is a steadier breeze now. The flag is kind of staying up over there. So we'll see how that affects things as the night goes on. Definitely the chilliest night so far of the season. But no surprise there, of course, as we move into October, it's going to happen. 
So here we go. Set for second half action. Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier with you. Fearthevillage.com. Will Perkins has it teed up on the near hash, right down to our left at the 40-yard line. He'll kick it right, uh, left to right or south to north. And back to return for the Rams. Atkins Tolbert, and he will have a chance at it from the 13. He's up across the 25-30, near sideline, and pushed out of bounds, and we might have a hold, hopefully, down here at about the 30. So the Minutemen did a really good job there in the second quarter, shutting out the Rams, forcing a couple punts in a row to end the half. Of course, the Minutemen didn't score in the second quarter either. It was kind of shootout, uh, kind of a shootout there in the first quarter, and then nothing on the scoreboard in the second. So that penalty will be a hold on Madison. They're going to start this drive at their own 20. May as well have been a touchback there. And Madison taking their good old time breaking the huddle here on the sideline, and Cam Coon will lead them out. So here we go. First and 10 from their own 20. Kuhn going to go in the shotgun. Too wide to the right. He takes the snap. He's going to throw to the right. He's got a man. It's Wigton. 25, 30. Makes a man miss. Gets out to the 35 and a first down. Great play there on first down. He was kind of by himself out there. DB was kind of 10 yards back, giving them a cushion. And first play of the second half goes for 16 and a first down Madison out to their own 36. So first and 10 over on the far hash. They'll send two to the left. One to the right. Gordon, the tailback, he's going to go in motion and catch the pitch out here in the near flat, 35-40. And he's going to get hit and taken down at the 44. And that'll be a gain of eight on first down. And now you can maybe hear that breeze starting to pick up. <laughs> Definitely not this strong in the first half. It's second and two, Madison, at their own 44. They'll send two wide receivers off to the right. Cam Coon going to be in the shotgun. He's got Atkins Tolbert on his right hip. He takes, fakes a give. He's going to throw, and he's throwing across midfield and through the hands of Wigton. And Owen Wigton couldn't bring that one in. Incomplete, a third down coming up. Yeah, big third down here almost at midfield. Be nice to get Madison off the off the field here. Only the second incomplete pass for Cam Coon tonight. Of course, he's only thrown seven, but five for seven. Not a bad average there. 136 yards tonight, too, and a touchdown. Third and two. Big play here for the Minutemen defense. Two wide receivers off to the right. Coon in the shotgun. Atkins Tolbert on his right hip. From the 44, he takes. He's going to fling it far flat, and Wigton's got it. 45, 50, and a first down. Too much cushion there on the outside. 
Gain of seven. Yeah, got another situation. They only needed three. Got seven. Now they're across midfield. So Madison now at the Lex 49. Opening drive of the second half. Madison with a 13-7 lead. And a first down. I mean, Madison's not doing anything tricky. They're just lining up hat on hat and making plays. So Kuhn will go back into that shotgun. Atkins Tolbert on his left hip. Two wide to the left, one to the right. First and 10 from the 49. Kuhn gives Atkins Tolbert. He's hit, and he's going to be driven forward, though, as Braden Fogle kind of hit him from behind and pushed him forward, and he's going to get a pretty big gain there on first down, a gain of about seven. Yeah, Braden was trying to get the ball, knock the ball out, but, yeah, his momentum kind of pushed him forward. Madison's moving the ball kind of similar to Lex. Big gains on first down, making second down manageable. So it is second and three now. Madison has worked their way down to the Lex 42. It is Kuhn in the shotgun. Too wide to the left, takes the snap. He's going to give Atkins Tolbert, and he's going to get hit and brought down at about the 40. He might be a half a yard short. So that's going to bring up a third and one. Man, that wind is picking up. Woo. So it'll be a third and less than one here, right at about the 40-yard line. And here we go. The Rams still going to stay in the shotgun here. We have seen them go into the power eye this year, but not this time. Third and one at the 40, Kuhn. Shotgun, he takes, he's going to give. Atkins, Tolbert is hit, and he's going to be driven backwards. He's going to lose a yard. It'll set up a fourth down. Yeah, great play on the defense. Big decision here for Madison. It is on the other side of the 50. Too far for a field goal. It looks like they're going to send the punt team in. Well, and just kind of the way this game is developed tonight, I mean, could play field position right now. If this were the first quarter, you'd say let's go for it because it was kind of a shootout. But well, they might still be going for it. Yeah, I might be wrong. Well, they are. So, nope, they are going to punt. Well, at least line up well, to punt. Cam the, Kuhn, he's yep. He's the quarterback. The yeah. quarterback is the punter. Finkel is Einhorn. Derek didn't even hear my reference. <laughs> Sorry, I'm the, so disappointed. The wind was blowing. And a short punt. <laughs> <laughs> I was... Man, I've never been more disappointed in a joke <laughs> that fell flat. I was thought there was going to be a fake. I was <laughs> tuned in for one time. I kind of want to repeat it just so you'll hear it. All right, say it. Well, the punt went out at the 22. <laughs> I said, Kuhn, the quarterback, is the punter. Finkel is Einhorn. <laughs> okay. And that's right in your alley of in jokes. Alley. <laughs> and I've never been more disappointed in my whole life to not get a reaction out of you. Well, I'm more disappointed that I disappointed you because I never want to do that. The quarterback is the punter. The punter is the quarterback. <laughs> Einhorn is Finkel. <laughs> Finkel is Einhorn. First and 10-minute men at their own 22 in the shotgun. Caudell is going to hand it off. Off the right side, Mason Green, nothing there. No gain. Second and 10 coming up. Well, in all that exchange... No score. Defense did what they had to do because you couldn't go down another score there. 
Well, Hammy's listening at home. He thought it was funny. <laughs> at least somebody out there is paying attention. Well. Derek stood. I was looking right at you, and I'm you were just you, I was staring zoned. off into I was, the abyss. No, I was <laughs> paying attention. He's more worried about the punt than the joke. Oh, boy. Second and ten. Caudell back to pass. He's going to throw near sideline. Carter Wilson's got it. A first down down to the 32-yard line. And a gain of 10. He needed 10. He got 10. Yeah, they, nah, he did not get a good spot. Oh, he said I thought he was not going to give him the spot. But, yeah, first down, move the chains. Man, Carter Wilson has been really sure-handed at big moments this year for the Minutemen. I mean, it's not like he's getting targeted every play. But, man, when they do go to him, he is reliable. So his first catch of the night, Carter Wilson for 10 yards and a big first down minute men. Two wide to the left. Fogle by himself to the right in the shotgun. Caudell takes. He's going to give. It's Mason Green off the right side. This time he's got a little room and lowers his shoulder into the sideline. A nice gain there on first down. And the minute men have it out to the 38-yard line, a gain of six. Yeah, once again, minute men, big, big gains on first down, making the second down play a little bit easier. Kind of opens the playbook up. Hard running there. Kind of ran the defender over. Man, that <laughs> breeze. Needless to say, too, it's like 30 degrees out here tonight, so we're freezing. Second and four. Caudell again to Mason Green. He's going to break a tackle and spin and maybe get a yard. Nice little spin move there, though, from Mason. But Yeah, for a big guy, he does have some moves. By the time he... Completed the spin move. Another Ram was there and got him. So that'll put the Minutemen out at the 39-yard line. A third and three coming up. Right on the near hash. Right down to our left. Going left to right as we see it. On the away side here in the away press box. Third quarter's melting away. Six minutes. It is. And the Minutemen have got to get a first down here. Three wide receivers come out. Two to the left. One to the right. Caudell in that two-back uh, shotgun again. He's back to pass. He's looking deep down the middle of the field. Seven Allen runs under it and couldn't bring it in at the 25. Great double move off the line. I mean, Joe, he's been on target. That pass there and the touchdown miss to Fogel. I mean, Joe is throwing the ball. Man, they want that one back too. Yep. So fourth and three. Minutemen will have to punt here. They're in their own end and no sense in uh, – giving this thing away to Madison here, especially with the way the defense has kind of picked it up. Second half, yeah. Markel Martin stands back at his own 25 to punt this thing away, and it's a good snap. And an end-over-end punt. This is going to bounce and take a minute man roll, and it'll keep rolling, and this thing's going to roll down to about the 18-yard line. Good so punt. a good punt. Yeah, Markel pins them inside their own 20 again, and the minute man defense has another chance to make a play. Man, he's had a good night punting tonight. Yeah, absolutely. So, 544 already, as Derek just pointed out a moment ago. Each team's only had the ball once so far in the second half, and we've played over half of the third quarter already. So far, though, neither team able to do anything with it. And the second and third quarters have been all field position game. First quarter was just fireworks. Everybody's scoring touchdowns every couple minutes. 13-7 Madison. And that missed two-point conversion earlier, too. Mike's now looming. it's looking like it's maybe going to make a difference here tonight. First and 10 Madison at their own 18. Kuhn 
He's going to throw on first down. Gets it out near flat, or far flat, excuse me, and through the hands of Grayson Sassis, incomplete. Yeah, defense did a good job, but Madison probably wants that one back too. It was wide open over there and just kind of missed him. So second and ten, and more importantly, really for the first time tonight, the clock's going to stop here in the third quarter. Shouldn't say tonight. <laughs> But here in the third quarter, anyway. Second and 10. Madison at their own 18. Two wide receivers go off to the right, one to the left. Coon in the shotgun with Gordon on his right hip. He'll send Gordon in motion and then flip it out to him in the far flat, and it's incomplete again. And even if he caught that one, the Minutemen yeah, were going to be there. there. Yep. Third, big third down here. So now the Minutemen starting to dial it in on these little flare passes out to the flats. And a third and 10 now from their own 18, and this is huge because yeah. it could flip the field position if the Minutemen can force a punt right here. Yeah, you got to know where the sticks are. Nobody behind you. Keep everything in front of you. Third and 10, a big one here for the Minutemen defense. Kuhn, one man to the left. Two wide receivers go off to the right. Gordon, the back, is on the left hip of Kuhn in the shotgun. Third and ten, he takes the snap. He's back. He's being pressured. Minutemen are getting in there, and they're going to get him. And no. he's still running. He's going to roll out to the right. Coon's going to throw, and it is oh, almost picked, picked off. off by Carter Wilson on the far sideline. Great defensive stand there. Would like to have tackled Man. him, but still. Coon was almost dead to rights in the end zone. I don't know how he got out of there, but Minutemen force a punt. Absolutely. And with the way that wind is blowing. Could be hanging up in the air. We're probably going to get good field position here. Minutemen will send Wilson and Allen back. I like, that, I like that they have two back. They're both standing right about midfield. Cam Coon, the quarterback and the punter, is going to get this thing away, and it's a high spiraling kick, but not a deep one at all, and oh, it's going to take a backwards. big minute man bounce. Oh, they're not this thing's going to roll all the Keep way going. back to the 20. I've never what? seen anything like that. That thing hit at the 40 and rolled all the way back to the 20. That's only going to be a two-yard well, punt. I hate to say this, but, man, Lex has got to go scoop that and go. I mean, they could they could move. The, they could have went and got that ball, but, no, here we go. Big opportunity here. Well, for those of you listening at home, I can't even describe. That punt is going to be a one-yard punt. I mean, it went straight up, came back. It went straight in the air, hit at the 40, and rolled back <laughs> 20 yards. Well, here's the opportunity we need. Here we go. Minutemen already in the red zone to start this drive at the 19. Caught L in the pistol. He's going to fake a given. Run off the left side. 10 makes a man miss almost. And he did get cut down inside the 10. It's going to be a first down, though. Looked like he was going to make that last guy miss him. And that's going to be a gain of 12. And the Minutemen, again, they are in the State Farm Red Zone. Call your local agent, Gary Fagan, for all of your insurance needs right here in Mansfield. 419-747-2217. It's first and goal. Minutemen at the 7. Caudell in the pistol. 
Three wide receivers off to the right, one to the left. Mason Green is the tailback. Caudell's going to keep it, though, off the left side. He spins and gets across the five, and he'll get down to about the four. That's going to be a gain of three. Well, actually, Derek, they're going to mark him, I think, maybe at the five. So a gain of two. So Joey Caudell now up to 58 yards rushing. Last week he had two touchdowns, a one-yard touchdown and a two-yard touchdown run. Both QB sneaks against New Philly. Man, it's looking like that's where this one's going to be headed here in a minute. Yeah, I hate to say this, but I think it's two-down territory. you got to get seven here. Three does you nothing. Two wide receivers off to the right this time, two to the left in the pistol. Caudell sends a man in motion. It's Carter Wilson from left to right. Caudell takes the snap. He's looking. Now he's going to roll right. He's rolling right. He's going to try to run for it at the five, and he died. Oh, he didn't dive. He actually stayed <laughs> upright and got down to the one. It looked like he was going to launch put his there. Head down. Yeah, I thought he was going to launch himself. I mean, he literally bent his knees down. Like he was going to go. Looked like he was going to fly and went out at the one. So a gain of four, third, and goal at the one. Right at the one. Yeah, you just got to push the pile here. And they did do this, as I said, effectively last week. And really all season they've done this. They had one at West Holmes. They've had a bunch of goal line rushes for touchdowns this year. Caudell is going to get up under center, third and goal from the one. He's going to spin and push his way into the end zone. Touchdown minute, man. They're an extra point away from taking the lead. Nice drive there. Great answer. Aided by Mother Nature in the win, but we'll take it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. After the Rams' one-yard punt, the Minutemen go, <laughs> men go 19 yards and score from one yard out. It's Joey Caudell. And the extra point is a big one because it could give the Minutemen the lead back here by Will Perkins. He's one for one tonight. Snap is pretty good. The hold is down, and the kick is up, and the kick sneaks through the left upright. And the Minutemen have the lead back. It is 14-13 here at Ram Field on fearthevillage.com. Need to get power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Well, the Minutemen have the lead back on the first points for any team since the first quarter. 14 to 13, 3.49 to go in the third quarter. And the Minutemen will kick it off from left to right. Will Perkins jogs out there, and he'll wait for the football. So, but the way the Minutemen defense has been playing since that first quarter, the adjustments have been really good. And if they can just continue to play like this, I think they'll be just fine. There's still more out there for the offense, too. The oh, Minutemen, absolutely. They're starting to get some things clicking. Yes, they could. I mean, they could have 28 points. And a little bit of a line drive squib kick down the near sideline is going to be taken by Wigdon, and he's hit immediately at the 25. 
And he'll go down there, no return really, maybe a yard. And a first and 10. Madison gonna take over at their own 25 yard line. Yeah, good coverage there. Now we'll call it the 26. So maybe, maybe a two or three yard return there by Wigdon. And here we go. Now the pressure's back on the Rams offense. Of course, they don't have to throw or take a deep shot at any point. I mean, they can't run the ball and try to work their way down the field. It's not like time is a factor. He's but got a whole another quarter, too, yeah. But the pressure mentally, the it's it's back on Madison. Two wide receivers off to the right, two to the left. So they'll go four wide this time on first and ten. Kuhn in the shotgun takes the snap and gives. And Atkins Tolbert, he's not really going to have much room at all, maybe a yard. Minutemen have really been dialed in on him since that first quarter. Yeah, and you already mentioned the defensive side of the ball. They've made some great adjustments, especially in the last couple drives. So second and nine now. Minutemen have the Rams. And another second and long here in the second half. From their own 27-yard line, Kuhn sends two wide receivers to the right. He's got Atkins Tolbert on his right hip, and he gets another carry, and Braden Fogel's in there immediately, and so is Dribelbiss, and the Minutemen are going to get him again. Great penetration there by Fogel to kind of slow him up and let the rest of the Minutemen come take him down. Joe Caldell's a little slow getting up. And this is going to set up a huge third and nine. And the Minutemen just doing a good job staying at home on the run here in the third quarter. Yeah, I think they've definitely made the adjustments for the DBs with the deep shots. So that's been a good adjustment. And they're putting a little bit of pressure on the quarterback, so that definitely yeah, helps. The Minutemen have been in there just swarming on passes and runs here in the second half. It's third and nine, Kuhn in the shotgun. He's got three wide, takes the snap, immediately throws Drop. it out to the near sideline. It's dropped. And another fourth down, and that one was Justin uh, McCraney. It's a big receiver. His first target of the night. And now Kuhn, who started the game, five for six, is now six for 12. Well, you've already talked about it. The pressure's been ratcheted up a little bit by the D-line. DBs are a little more in tune. We'll, and see, we'll see how far this punt goes. McCraney, I mean, he could have caught that, but it was just such a quick throw. He had to get it out of there. Coon did, and McCraney, I mean, he had barely gotten turned around in time to see it. So now the Minutemen have a chance to really build a little bit of a lead here. Low snap on the punt snap, and another pop-up punt. And this baby's going to bounce and roll again for the Minutemen, and they're going to take over at about their uh, Rams 31-yard line. Yeah, Lexington better do something with this win because they're not going to have it in the fourth quarter. Yep. So get your points while you can. Man. Well, I mean, it's kind of the old cliche when it comes to football. Special teams can win or lose you a game, but it's been right. really weird tonight. It's that just been did the most the same exact thing. If, if, yeah, if Madison wouldn't have went down the ball, it might have rolled back again. It's almost like you got to just line drive it as low as you can and hope for the best because Kuhn is – Yeah, once it gets up in there. Yep. 
He's, he is kicking nice. these things straight up in the air, and it's not working. Minutemen with great field position at the Madison 28-yard line to start this drive. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Caudell's going to throw on first down. He's got a man out here great in the near flat. Seven Allen's got it for a gain of five down to the 24. As he kind of had to slide to make the grab, or he might have had a little more room to run. Yeah, Joe got that out quick. Second and five coming up. Lex down to the Madison 24-yard line. Well, under a minute and a half to go in the third quarter. Lex with a 14-13 lead. Three wide receivers split off to the left this time. One to the right. Caudell back in the pistol. He's going to throw again on second down. He's going to have to roll to the right, and he's going to get it out of there and throw it away. Good decision there by Joey. You already said it in the broadcast, but his decision-making when he feels pressure, a younger, I mean, he's a sophomore. A lot of those guys would have just forced the ball or taken the sack. But, yeah, he gets the ball out and doesn't take the sack. Very, very smart. Yeah, I mean, instead of third and 12 here, it's still third and five or six here because he just kind of threw it away. I mean, he was surrounded. Oh, there man. was no getting yeah. out of there. That was the best option, and he, and he made it. So third and five, we'll call it, at the Madison 24. Fogle, Wilson, and Allen all split off to the left. It's Dontrell Hughes by himself to the right. Caudell back into the pistol. Third and five, he takes the snap. He looks left, Ooh. and it's batted up in the air and incomplete. That could have been trouble. He was looking for Carter Wilson. Well, they got a decision here. I mean, he does have the wind, but touchdown be a lot better. <laughs> it, yeah, it would. Well, I know what you wanted to say there. A touchdown would seal the game. Not, <laughs> not quite yet, but definitely with the way the defense yeah, is I playing. Like, eh. I mean, it might. Yeah, we're going. Unless you're going to try to, well. Well, they have drawn them offsides two or three times tonight. It's fourth and five. Here we go. Three wide to the left. One to the right from the 24. Caudell takes the pistol snap. He's looking far flat. Fogel's got it. He makes a man miss 20, 15, and he's down to the 10, and he's brought down there. And the Minutemen get a big first down on fourth down. And it's going to be a gain of 15, down to the nine. Yeah, great, great play design there. Fogel made the first guy miss. Almost took it to the house. Minutemen back into the State Farm Red Zone, brought to you by Gary Fagan, your local agent. And not only the Red Zone, Derek, but the Minutemen have it first and goal at the nine. The chance to extend this lead. Three wide to the right. It's Hughes by himself to the left. Caudell's going to take the snap and keep it, and he's going to be hit in the backfield, and he's going to lose a yard on first down. But the big thing here now with that first down, the Minutemen can take this thing to the All fourth quarter. Up. I was just going to say that. They can take it down to the quarter. Make sure everything's on the same page here and come back out. And they're not even going to stay out there. Well, they kind of started heading towards the sideline. And now they will take it to the fourth quarter. So a really good third quarter for the Minutemen. They get the lead back, and now they have a chance to extend it as we head into the fourth quarter. That's the end of three. It's Lex 14, Madison 13 on fearthevillage.com.
Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Carter Newman, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. Well, out at New Philly, the Quakers have taken the lead on Ashland 8-3. to in the fourth quarter, that's kind of an odd It's a high-scoring game. That's a barn burner. New Philly always has weird scores. Ontario has taken the lead back at home over Shelby at halftime, 24-22. to Wow. Uh, Ashland blowing out Worcester 34-0, and Mansfield Sr. handling Mount Vernon 24-0. So as long as Mansfield Sr. finishes tonight, if they win next week, they win the conference outright with a perfect record. So... You can uh, hear Aiden Chandler filling in for Nick Michaels on our sister station, GoTigers.com, if you want to check in on that Mansfield senior game. Doesn't seem like it's a very good one, though. No. So here we go, start of the fourth quarter. Minutemen have it second and goal at the 10. They're going to have two wide receivers split off to the right. Fogle by himself to the left. Markel Martin is the back. Caudell takes the pistol snap. They'll give to Martin. He's going to try to get the edge stiff arm, and he's going to be bottled up, though. He's going to gain. Oh, he's going to fall moving. forward. He's going to gain about four, and it'll set up a third down and goal from the six. So gain of four there for Markell. you got to think now. Now you're going to be kicking into the wind if you go for a field goal here, so. It is a lot shorter than the one earlier if they had to kick yes, this. But the one earlier we'll was a 41 yarder, but yeah, that flag <laughs> is whipping now. And you can probably hear Here it all coming yep. through the mic. That's not just Derek breathing. No. One on one coverage on the outside with Fogel. One split off to the right, that is Fogel. Two to the left. Third and goal from the six. Caught L in the pistol. Takes the snap, fakes a give. He's going to roll right, and he's going to throw to the corner of the end zone. Fogel makes a one-handed grab, but he was out of bounds. Great Wouldn't catch. have been a touchdown anyway. <laughs> and now a tough decision for Coach Saris here on fourth down and goal. I think he's probably going to take the points. Yeah, from here, yeah. I mean, I think obviously Will Perkins is reliable. And Earlier, I mean, I think the wind maybe had a little effect on it, but I think the snap was just a little high, and Caudell had a hard time getting it down. It kind of messed with the rhythm of Will, Timing, I think, more yeah. than anything, and he just kind of hooked it. So as long as they can get this down clean, I would think this is well within not just the range of Will Perkins, but obviously within his skill set. This should be an easy one. This will be a 21-yarder from the near hash. He does have to kick across his body, and he does, and Nailed it is it. right down Man. the middle. He smoked it almost out of the stadium. So Minutemen get some more points. They get their biggest lead of the night, and they lead it by four right now, 17-13 to 13 with 11.05 to go in the game. See what they can do defensively when we come back on fearthevillage.com. So I switched my insurance to State Farm, and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent. It's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. 
This is Braden Fogle, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. 11.05 to go in the ballgame. Minutemen with their biggest lead of the night. Four points. They lead it 17-13. to 13. And Derek, Minutemen clearly have made some defensive adjustments Absolutely. since the first quarter, and they've looked pretty good. Yeah, the pressure that they've been putting on the quarterback, and they got the DBs kind of cleaned up. Some of the mishaps from the first half. Yeah, they definitely came to play the second half. Lexington usually wasn't a second-half team, so to see them make adjustments, they know how important this game is. But, yeah, 13-14, they need a touchdown. Madison needs a touchdown. Field goal does you nothing. Yep. 17-13. And Will Perkins just kind of line drives it on the ground down the field, and it's taken and returned out again, to yeah. yep, about the 31-yard line, and I didn't even see who recovered that one. Might have been Owen Morrow. I didn't get a number over there. I thought I maybe saw an 18. So the Rams will take over at their own 31. It is Lex 17, Madison 13. Ball's going to be on the far hash, and Madison will go left to right as we see it. Madison's got the lineup that kind of did the, the most damage. They got Gordon back at the tailback. He's elusive. He's on the right hip of Kuhn. Three wide receivers to the right in the shotgun. They'll give it to Caleb Gordon, and he's going to run it off the left side for a gain of about maybe three. So, again, the Minutemen have done a great job since that first quarter of containing the run on first down. That's the biggest part is forcing second and third and longs. Mm -hmm. They've done a great job so far tonight. In fact, I think that's the longest first down run of the half for Madison. Right. It was only three yards. Yeah, they definitely made some great adjustments. Second and seven, Madison at their own 34, three wide to the right. Kuhn in the shotgun, Gordon on his left hip. He'll take the snap, and Kuhn's going to keep it. He'll run off the left oh, side wow. himself, and he's cut down in the backfield by Cooper Dreibelbiss. And that's going to be a loss of a yard. That was the first design run that we'd seen number eight all night. Yep, Coons' first carry of the night for negative one, and that sets up a big third and eight. Yeah, it was definitely a design run, too. There was no miscommunication there. So here we go. From the 33-yard line, it's going to be third down and eight for the Rams. Their own 33. They'll have one wide receiver split off to the left, two to the right. Coon in the shotgun with Gordon on his left hip. He takes the snap. He's going to throw. And the Minutemen are in there. They're going to pressure him. He throws it down the near sideline, and it is Drops. incomplete. Whoa. Wigton tried to make Whoa. a diving grab and dropped it. He was there. And now he's down and getting up slowly. He does get up, but he had a step. He did. But the Minutemen were close enough that Kuhn had to put that thing out in front of Wigton. I, I think, think a that, little yeah, farther than they wanted. The timing, yeah, definitely the pressure put on him in the backfield. So yeah, defense I think it was, holds again. Yeah. I think Markel Martin got in there in a hurry. Pretty sure that was Markel from that linebacker spot. All right, now we'll see how far this punt goes with the wind to his back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it won't be a one-yarder. Well, maybe it still will be. Because yeah. you're right. When he punts, it goes straight up it in the does, air. It does, man. And he's had time. It's not like the men and men are close to blocking one of these. A high snap on this one, and it is an end-over-end, much better punt. 
And this is going to bounce, though, and it's not going to take a huge Madison bounce, oh, really. It's going backwards again. Still, though, a lot better of a punt. That's going to be about a 35-yard punt this time. And the Minutemen will take over with a four-point lead. Now a touchdown may put the game away. <laughs> well, good field position. Now it's time to get the running game going. Eat some clock. So the Minutemen will take over at their own 31. So here we go. Try to see if the Minutemen can get that ground game going here. They'll have one wide receiver to the left, three to the right. And they're going to run it. QB keeper, Joey Caudell, 30, 35, has the edge, 40, down the near sideline. There he goes, 40, 30, 20. And he's got one man to beat, and he's going to beat him for a touchdown. And the Minutemen with a 69-yard touchdown run. We flag. do have a flag right back at the line of scrimmage. I did not see that initially. I think it might be on Madison. Well, there's two flags that. down. There's one way back at the 35, and then there's or uh, the 25, and then there's one back here at the 35. It is on Madison. So the touchdown's good. I well, I don't know. Oh yeah. They're, oh, then now the ball's moved up to the 40. What is going on here? Are they saying he stepped out? Maybe they did. I think maybe they did say he stepped out at the 50, and then there was also a penalty to put the ball at the 40. Well, one of the uh, Lexington fans was kind of jawing at me. He thinks that number 59 for Madison might have threw a punch. Oh. So an unsportsmanlike yeah. maybe, you think. And I thought uh, maybe he did step out back here at the 45. That would make sense. And then the 15-yard penalty because he was really Man, close to that sideline. But he line. showed some wheels there. He I mean, did. He was rolling. So no touchdown. Minutemen instead have it at the 40. So we'll call that a gain of 14 by Caudell plus the 15-yard penalty. First and 10. They're at the Madison 40. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Pistol for Caudell. He takes. He's going to keep it again. Left side again. And again, he gets through a little hole on the left side, and he's going to pick up about eight on first down. And it'll set up a second and two. I love Joe's ball security. He's got it up. In his chest, nobody's getting that ball from him. Well, he's a big kid, yes, too. I mean, especially for a sophomore, my goodness, wait a couple years. So it is second and two. Clock is rolling, 8.30 to go. Minutemen with a four-point lead, but they are into Madison territory now at their 32. Two wide receivers each way, second and two. Caudell takes the snap. He's back. He's lobbing. Near corner of the end zone. Fogel's down there, comes back and tries to make the grab, and it's incomplete. It falls short. And third and two coming up. I tend to agree with what you were talking about earlier. I think the refs, because of his size, I'm not saying he's LeBron James, but it's kind of similar to LeBron yeah. James. When LeBron James gets to the hole, makes the layup, gets fouled, no call. That's kind of what's happening to Yeah, I mean, it's fold. that old, well, even before LeBron, everybody would talk about Shaq and yes. how if you yes. fouled Shaq, I mean, he right. was getting no, hacked yeah. left and right, yeah, and but he's so big, you couldn't even hardly tell. A guy like me or you, we'd <laughs> get our arms broken, but 
when it's Shaq, they don't really see it the same way, and that's kind of the way Fogle is. Three wide to the right, one to the left, third and two. Caudell's going to keep it off the left side. First down, down to the 25, diving down to the 20, and a gain of 12. First and 10, Minutemen. And with that, I believe they are... Well, we'll see. Are they going to mark him at the 21? They will. Just outside the 20. Well, you know what? He's on the 20. So we'll call it the State Farm Red Zone, brought to you by your local agent, Gary Fagan. So more important, first down, and the clock keeps running. So it was a gain of 12. Caught L now at 95 yards rushing tonight, five yards away from the century mark. He also has 92 yards passing. Hey. Two wide receivers to the right, two to the left. First and 10 minute men at the Madison 20. Caudell takes the pistol snap. He's going to fake a handoff and run it off the left side again. And this time, Caudell is only going to get about two. Good, 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 good job. And there's a flag coming in, and it's going to be, I believe, on Madison. Another unsportsmanlike, I think, is coming here. And that was a gain of three, actually, on first down. And they're going to tack on a half the distance to the goal penalty. And this should put the Minutemen down at about the six-and-a-half-yard line. No, sorry. Down to about the eight-and-a-half-yard line. But it should be first down. It will be first down. 7.33 to go in the game. Minutemen up 17-13 with a chance to put the game really <laughs> almost out of reach. I'm keeping Derek from saying it. He's keeping me from saying it. We're not going to say the game is out of reach. Yeah, still a lot of football to play. But if you can get up 13 the way your defense is playing, I mean, that's – here we go. First and goal, minute men at the eight-yard line, caught L in the pistol. Three wide to the right, one to the left. He's going to give it to Mason Green up the middle, across the five, and down to the two. Gain of six, Mason Green now has 17 yards rushing on seven carries. So the Minutemen, a balanced attack rushing. They've got 28 carries as a team, 145 yards. Caudell with 13 of those carries for 98. Markel Martin with eight carries for 30. Now Mason Green, seven carries for 17 yards. Second and goal at the two. Two wide receivers, three wide receivers to the right, one to the left. Caudell in the pistol. Second and goal from the two. He's going to hand it off. And off the left side, untouched. Mason Green goes in. Touchdown, Minutemen. And now they've extended this lead to two scores, their biggest lead of the night. Perfect timing for it, too, with only 6.30 to go. Yeah, great drive there. Like you said, defense has done the job the second half to give the Minutemen's offense the opportunity to score, and they've scored. So Will Perkins... Two for two on the night on extra points. And he also has a field goal to his name. Snap is a really good one. Hold is good. The kick is up, and the kick is all the way back to Lexington. <laughs> and the Minutemen now extend their lead. It is 24 to 13, 6.30 to go in the ballgame here on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. 
Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Captain Matthew Sheets, and you're listening to Miniman Football on fearthevillage.com. Well, now it is up to this Minutemen defense, which is dialed in here in the second half, Yeah. to go out and win you the football game. The offense has done their job. Up to this point, the defense has as well, and now the defense really has a chance to put this thing away. Will Perkins is going to opt to kick it off from the far hash, the 40-yard line, just down to our right. He'll kick it right to left or north to south. 24-13, Minutemen with their biggest lead of the night, and it comes at a really good time, 6.30 to go in the game. Will Perkins is marking off his steps, and he runs up. And he's going to kick it on the ground again to an up man at the 35. And the Minutemen not going to let him get very far, a gain of about two or three on the return. And again, I couldn't see the number before he was already <laughs> tackled and on the sideline. But it was one of the Madison up men. Do they have a number 12? I think it was number 12. I think it was Chris Atkins Tolbert. Although he is the deep pack, so maybe they put him up knowing that the Minutemen were going to kick it short. So here we go. Madison takes over at their own 37. Lexington leads it 24-13. 6.24 to go in the game. Cam Coon with one wide receiver to the left, two to the right. Gordon on his left hip in the shotgun, takes the snap. They're going to give it to Gordon. He's going to dance up the middle, and he's going to bounce it outside. He's across the 50, cuts back into the middle of the field. Now uh, back down the far sideline. He might take this thing all the way, and he will. And the Rams answer right back, 63 yards, Caleb Gordon. (laughs) Nice run by Caleb, but geez. Caleb Gordon gets into the scorebook for the first time tonight. Nice run by the sophomore. And now Madison going to have to probably go for two here, I would think. This is going for two is what got them in the in the predicament. In the mess they're in in the first place. They're down five. They I could mean, only be down four here. But they went for two earlier in the game, didn't get it. Now they have to go for two. This is actually good game. This is a big, yeah, it's a big, big play here. here. Now we've got maybe a timeout. Well, I think I think it was a. I think you're right, Derek. I just don't know who took it. Yeah, they haven't taken it off the scoreboard yet. So there was a timeout. Six eleven to go. So Madison answers back on the first play of the drive right after the Lex touchdown. Caleb Gordon, 63 yards. Shot out of a gun. And it was a timeout Madison to set up a play to go for two here. Except this time, Derek, on the last one, the Minutemen jumped offside on the extra point. So they got the ball at the one. This one's going to be back at the two and a half. It's a little bit harder. 
So here we go. Power eye formation here on the two-point conversion. Kuhn gets up under center. He's got Atkins Tolbert as the back. They're going to pitch it to him right side. He's going to try to get the edge, and he's going to get there. And the two-point conversion is good. Okay. That makes the score really what it should be. And there's what's going on? There's some flags. I'm not sure. Now there, yeah, there was a flag in the end zone. Could. It's backing them up. Well, it, I think it may take it on the kickoff. Yeah, I think it may have been after the play because they're asking Coach Saris if he wants to replay the down or take well, it on the kick. But if he had the chance to replay the down, he would. They'll so probably the, take so it was after the play. Yep, yep. He didn't have a choice. Unsportsmanlike. Two-point conversion is good. Unsportsmanlike conduct on the two-point conversion. And here we go. 24-21. Now, Lex, I don't think this early Madison would take an onside kick. So, Lex, in theory, will have the ball here with a chance to run this game out. Six eleven to go in the ball game. Madison is getting set to kick it off from left to right. Twenty four to twenty one. Lex leads by three. But I think it may have kind of went under the radar there. I don't know. I mean, I know I said it, but I don't know if I emphasized it enough. There was an unsportsmanlike conduct after the play on Madison after the two-point conversion. So now Madison will kick this thing off instead of at the 40. It'll be all the way back at the 25. So Lexington, you know, barring any mistakes here, should have the ball on the Madison side of the field or at least near midfield. Yeah, you got to watch on side. I mean, like you said, I think it's a little early for that, but you never know. They've been squithing it all night. I almost just fell down in the press box. <laughs> that would have been bad. So, uh, Camden Moisey will put it up on the tee. He has it set up for a normal kickoff, but, of course, he's been kind of kicking short little squibs all night. Men and men have got to fall on this thing. Here we go. Moisey. Kicks it up in the air and down the near sideline, and that thing's going to bounce, and it's going to be picked up by Fogel. He's at the 30, cutting across the field, and we've got a flag coming in. He's going to get tackled at the 33. Whoa. And some extracurricular again. Lexington doing a good job of staying disciplined, though. They're not playing into that game. Looks like a block in the back on Lex. Man, even with the poor kickoff position, Lex is going to take over this. Yeah, they're going to back it up more. On a kickoff tonight, this might be their worst field position. And that's crazy because 
Madison had to kick that thing off at their own 25 instead of their own 40, and they're still going to end up. Yep, here we go. Setting up the Lexington offense at the 23. Man, that's a tough break for Lex. 6.05 to go in the game. Here we go. Lex on top by three. First and 10 at their own 23. Caudell on first down is going to keep it, and he's going to run it off the left side and then juke back up the middle across the 25. And he got landed on hard. And maybe he's getting up slow. That's going to be a gain of three. More importantly, the clock is going to continue to roll. That's the big thing right now. 5.43 left. Second and, well, they'll give him four on the last one. Second and six here. Minutemen at their own 27. Caught L in the pistol. Three wide to the right, one to the left. He takes. He's going to give. It's Markel Martin dancing around, and he might lose a yard. Third down. Big third down. Third and seven. The clock is going to run under five minutes right now. And the Minutemen clinging to a 24-21 lead. They have it third and seven at their own 26. Man, here we go. This could be the play <laughs> of the game. Three wide receivers split off to the right. Fogel by himself to the left. Third and six. From their own 26, Caudell's going to throw. He's got Fogel out in the near flat. He's got a man. He made a man miss, and he's going to get the first down. Good job. And a big first down out to the 35. A gain of nine. They needed seven. Wow, that's the second time this quarter that the Minutemen have gone to Fogel out in the flat and let him make a play. Yeah, I mean, he's a big kid. Once he gets rolling, he's going to run you over. But making that first move, he made the first guy miss. So, yeah, great first down, and more importantly, Tick-tock, tick-tock. That's the biggest thing is now you get three more downs to run more of this clock. That was actually a gain of 10 by Braden Fogel. That's his fourth catch of the night for 35 yards. Three wide receivers off to the right, one to the left, but you better believe they're running it here. Caught Ellen the pistol. He's going to take the snap and run it himself off the left side, and no gain there. Just kind of juked around and didn't have anywhere to go. So Madison doing a good job of staying at home, but that's not really – what matters right now, what matters now is that that clock continues to roll. Madison has already used a timeout there to get that two-point conversion. And I guess you could say it was worth it because the two-point conversion was good. But now the clock is not their friend and they can only stop it twice. Yeah, and the Minutemen are going to take this all the way down on the play clock. Under three and a half to go. Minutemen up three. Second and 10 at their own 36. Two wide receivers to the right, one to the left. Shotgun with a man on each hip for Caudell. He takes, he's going to give Mason Green. He's going to go up the middle, and he's going to get a yard. And now Madison will take a timeout, their second of the half. They only have one left, and it was a gain of one, and it'll be third and nine. Let's see if we got some more Minutemen magic here. So there's still, I mean, there's still quite a bit of time. Of course, I mean, Madison scored in 10 seconds on their last <laughs> drive. So 3-10 to go. 
What do you do here, Derek? Do you run it again, make them use another timeout, and or use up more clock if they don't use their timeout? Or do you try to get the first down, and then that may be the game? Well, I hate to say this. The way the defense has been playing, uh, other than that last drive in the second half, you almost run it here to force them to use their last timeout. Or <clears throat> Madison doesn't, and the clock gets really, you know, you'll be probably around two minutes Mm -hmm. when you punt that ball and they might even take the delay right you know even more so yeah it's well what would you do what would i do i'd try try to get the first down well here we go we're gonna find out in a second through the air third and nine out of the timeout they will send four wide receivers out there two to each side caudell's gonna be in the pistol with markel martin behind him he sends carter wilson in motion left to right third and nine from the 37 Caudell takes the snap. He's back. He's going to throw. He's got a man on the far side. It's 7. Allen makes a man miss 40, 45, 50, and he's out of bounds. It's going to be a first down, Minutemen. And they're going to say he was out of bounds right at the first down marker, but it was still enough. He got nine. Great play. Great execution, like you said, on third down this whole second half. Even when it's been third and six, third and eight, third and nine, Lexington has dialed up the right play. That is the sixth catch tonight for Seven Allen against his old school. 66 yards receiving for Seven Allen. And Caudell actually on this drive has gotten over 100 yards through the air passing. He's 11 for 24 tonight, 111 yards. But now the Minutemen can start running that baby and get this clock moving. 3.04 to go. First and 10 Minutemen at their own 46. Three wide to the left, one to the right. Caudell and the pistol. He takes the snap. He gives. And hit immediately in the backfield is Markel Martin. He's going to lose a couple. But that's okay. I mean, in this case, you just really got to get that clock rolling and keep it moving. I mean, obviously you want forward progress, but right now the clock is the biggest friend of the Minutemen. That's going to be a loss of three, so certainly not what you want. But the clock now, after they snap this ball, is going to be down to about 2.15 to go. And it's only second down. Rams do still have one timeout left. Here we go, second and 13. Two wide receivers to the left. Fogel by himself to the right in the shotgun this time. Caudell's going to hand it off to Mason Green off the right side and dances back up the middle, breaks a tackle across the 50, and he's going to get down to the Madison 49-yard line. And it's going to be a gain of seven and a huge gain of seven there because now it's going to set up a third and five as opposed to a third and long. I think they called their last time out. So that's huge because, yeah, I mean, a gain of seven there is about as good as you could have asked, and maybe they'll say it was eight. So that is absolutely massive for the Minutemen. Mason Green spinning and doing everything he could to dance his way across the 50. And now even here, if you did end up having to punt, now you could kind of pin them deep maybe. So that run was huge. Third and five, because now you can get the first down. If you don't get the first down, you can at least run the clock some more. Force them to use their last time out. Oh, they did use their last time they out. Just they just did. Off. Yeah, yeah they Madison off. just yeah, used right. their final time out, so they cannot stop the clock again. So now, Derek, do you run <laughs> or do you go for the first down? Because now you at least know for sure you can run 40 seconds here. I, I say you run here. And then if they don't get the first down. You pin them deep. And then, as you said a minute ago, you could always take the penalty just to make sure you get all the time off possible. 
or even if you ran it and got four here, you could be gutsy enough to Go maybe for it on fourth. <laughs> QB sneak it. Either way, this is where you do need positive yardage, and you need to get the clock rolling. So no more timeouts for the Rams. Here we go, third and five from the 49-yard line. Caudell in the shotgun. He takes. He's going to fake a give. He's going to roll left and throw left, and he's got Fogel at the 40. Makes a man miss 30. Down the near sideline, 15. Down to the seven-yard line and pushed out of bounds. Gain Great of 42. That's why I'm not a coach. <laughs> I wouldn't have thrown it there. Caudell threw that thing on the run, going to his left. Unbelievable play. Caudell to Fogle, and a huge first down. And now, with 2.03 to go, the clock did stop because he was pushed out of bounds. Yeah. That's Down to the eight-yard line. They are in the State Farm Red Zone, brought to you by Gary Fagan. And officially, that's going to be a 41-yard wow. throw. Wow. Now they will say it was 42 yards. They keep changing the scoreboard around on me here. So first and goal, minute, minute to seven. Caudell, he's going to hand off and hit in the backfield and spinning out of there and going for a touchdown. Up the middle is Markel Martin. He was hitting the backfield, got out of there, and ran it up the middle for a touchdown. Minute men now lead it by nine again. All I can say about this second half is Minutemen on both sides of the ball, they've made huge, huge adjustments to get them in this position that they are now. Even when Madison came back and scored with one, you know, one play, 67 yards, they kept composed and did the job. So Will Perkins, three for three on the night. Try to push this thing back out to a 10-point lead. Snap is a little bit low, but the hold is good, and the kick is up, and the kick is right down the middle for Will Perkins. He's four for four on the night, and he's also one for two on field goals. One thing if I'm Lexington right now, the coaches, I grab everybody and say, hey, keep your composure. Madison was up. Madison was rolling. Homecoming. You know, Seven Allen making some plays. you got to keep them composed because Madison – They'll, they'll, you know, they might give you some chip shots, might, you know, talk a little junk. You just got to keep composed here. You're winning. You're up by 10. 31-21, Minutemen. For the moment, they look like they're going to survive. Madison has no timeouts left, so it's going to be a tall task for them to find the end zone, get the ball back and find the end zone again with under two minutes to go. And barring another big play, of course, Caleb uh, Gordon yeah. ran it on the first play of the drive last time. Yards. Just 63, <laughs> 63 yards. Only took about 10 seconds. So as long as you can stop them here on the first couple of downs, they're going to have to eat up a lot of this clock. So barring a big play, it's going to be very difficult for the Rams to score two touchdowns here. And now with this wind whipping around, it's going to be hard to throw. And a lot of the Madison people, I think, they think it's over. There's nobody left over there. <laughs> we got more people on Lexington. The, Madison, or the Lexington crowd really filled in nicely tonight. And there's not much left of the Madison crowd. A great squib kick down to the 25. And now here comes Madison returning it out to the Number 18. 
48, and we <laughs> Owen Morrow. It was See, the look, same look, kid. Look, look, I'm telling you. Look. A little extracurricular. Madison trying to. They're trying to, to bait them. Yep, they're trying to bait. I think I said the 48. The return was out to the 43. So that's where Madison will take over here. Minutemen, just a minute and 49 seconds away from improving to four and five and heading into home next week with a chance to get into the playoffs. Their destiny's in their hands. So here we go, 149 to go. Kuhn is going to go into the shotgun. Four wide receivers, two to each side. Atkins Tolbert is the back on his right hip, and we have a timeout. Lex, their first timeout of the half. That was slick. <laughs> well, good job by Coach Saris, too, to keep all of his timeouts. I mean, how often do those matter at the end of a game? And in high school, you know, it's high school, so there's mistakes right. left and right. So it's great if you don't have to burn those because of a mistake earlier in the half. Minutemen have played really good football tonight as far as very few penalties, not a lot of uh, personnel issues getting on and off the field. They haven't had a reason to burn a timeout yeah. yet, and that's huge now because now they can really, like right there, they saw how Madison was going to line up. They took a timeout. Now they can get ready for it. And they've got two more if they need it. 149 to go. I mean, another thing, too, it looks like, and I know it's a little early, you know, we got a minute 49, but everybody stayed healthy right now. So, that's, absolutely. That's, that's well, awesome and you got the last game. Drayton Berry was back tonight, so you're almost back to full health if you're the minute men. And on first down, here we go. Kuhn whips it out, far sideline. He's got a man. It's Wigton. He's going to get to the 50, a gain of seven, but he was tackled inbounds, and the clock will run. Second and three. And they're going to give him the 49, actually, a gain of eight, second and two. A minute 30, clock is rolling. Kuhn back into the shotgun, two wide to each side. He's back to pass. He's throwing far sideline. Got a man. First and down. it's Sassis. Down to the 44, gain of five. So Sassis, who only had one catch up to that point for minus five, he's back to zero yards receiving <laughs> on two catches. a baby. First and 10 at the 44 now. Kuhn in the shotgun. He's he going to throw, and we've got a false start. Yep. yep, you're right, Derek. False start right here on the near sideline, Justin McCraney. The wide receiver jumped early, and now that'll push Madison back to their own. Well, that'll push him back to the Lex 49. First and 15. That's big, too, because it kind of killed the momentum. Yeah. Madison had a couple of plays in a row there. They were moving. Got out of bounds, stopped the clock, and then you get a penalty. 1.23 to go, first and 15. Lex up by 10. Madison has it at the Lex 49. Kuhn in the shotgun, two wide each way. He's going to throw to the far sideline, oh. and the ball is popped loose. What a big hit there. It was Dontrell Hughes making a big hit, and he gets up flexing. Absolutely. And Sassis was the receiver over there. He had it, and Hughes just popped that baby loose. Uh, my, I, I spoke too soon. There's somebody down. Well, it's <laughs> Cam Boozer maybe on the far sideline. It's not Hughes. Hughes made the hit and got up flexing. We'll see who it is on the far sideline down. The coaches are over there checking it out. We'll take a quick timeout. 119 to go. 
It's going to be second and 15 Madison at the Lex 49 when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. And it was Boozer. He's up now and has walked off under his own power. 119 to go in the game. Second and 15, Madison has it at the Lex 49. In the shotgun, Kuhn, one wide to the left, three to the right. He takes the snap and rolls to the right. He's going to throw down the near sideline and well short of his receiver and picked off. Joey Connell. (laughs) So the quarterback back there playing safety and makes the play and that'll put the game away for the Minutemen. Madison can't stop the clock. Joey Connell, what a catch. What a game today for him on both sides of the ball. Much needed win for Lexington. It's going to get off the three game schneid there. And more importantly, it's going to put them in position to not only, you know, if they win next week, they make it into the playoffs, but they could finish 500 for the first time since yeah. 2018. Yes. With a win next week. So this win tonight. Could do a lot for the Minutemen. So they will. Victory formation. Yeah, I think they will go into the victory formation and take a knee here. One eleven to go, so they'll have to do it a couple times. Caudell takes the snap, takes the knee. One ten to go, clock is rolling. Joey Caudell going to finish with over 100 yards rushing, over 100 yards passing, and an interception to seal the game. (laughs) 50 seconds left. This will be the last time that the Minutemen will have to take a knee here. Minutemen are going to pour Gatorade on Coach Saris here. Well, it's Madison. I mean, that's where he came from. It is his old school. A lot of Madison guys on this Lex coaching staff and – Seven Allen transferring over from Madison. Joey Caudell takes the final knee, and that should be the ball game. No, they, I think they decided, not, oh, they were going to get him. This is not the night I would <laughs> no, want to have Gatorade poured not. on me. Coach Saris is going to get a flu. Well, here they go. They're going to. Oh my gosh! They're going to pour the Gatorade on him. They <laughs> better hurry be up mad. before he notices. Oh no, he's done. Oh wow! <laughs> they got him. Right as the clock oh, hits zero, man. Coach Saris. <laughs> he looks warm. <laughs> uh. Well, Coach Saris is going to be out next week with the flu. <laughs> I have pneumonia tonight. 
So the Minutemen get a win on the road, 31-21. to They improved to 4-5 and five overall, and they get back to 500 in the conference, 3-3 three yep. three in the OCC now. Yep. And, uh, well, let's just jump right into the BP Electric postgame show here. Minutemen a winner tonight, 31-21. Final stats for the Minutemen, they ran the ball 36 times for 163 yards. Joey caught Elrain at 15 times for 102 yards. Markel Martin, 11 rushes, 33 yards. Uh, Mason Green, 10 rushes for 28 yards. Also on the ground there, uh, Joey Caudell did have a one-yard touchdown run. Mason Green had a two-yard touchdown run, and Markel Martin had a seven-yard touchdown run for the Minutemen. So three uh, touchdowns on the ground. Through the air, Joey Caudell was 12 for 25, 48%, but he did have 153 yards, a touchdown, and no interceptions tonight, and he did a great job. A lot of those incompletions, too, were just throwing the ball away on the sideline. I mean, he was as accurate as he could be tonight. It was More really fun to watch. Two touchdowns dropped, too, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, leading the way for the Minutemen through the air, Braden Fogle, five receptions, 77 yards. And Seven Allen, six, recep- uh, six receptions, 66 yards. He had a 26-yard touchdown catch as well. And then Carter Wilson had a catch for a 10-yard first down. Uh, that will wrap things up for the Minutemen offense. On defense, they did have one interception, and it was Joey Caudell. For the Madison Rams, they ran it 21 times tonight, 161 yards on the ground. Yeah for the uh, Rams, and they had two touchdowns on the ground as well. Tolbert took it uh, 32 yards for a touchdown, and Caleb Gordon 63 yards for a touchdown. Uh, Tolbert, Adkins Tolbert, 13 carries, 53 yards. Caleb Gordon, seven carries, 116 yards. Cam Kuhn only ran it once for minus one yards. Through the air, Kuhn started the game five for six. He ended eight for 16. 156 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Sassis uh, with two catches, no yards. Wigton for the Rams had five catches, 148 yards, and a touchdown. And then Caleb Gordon had one catch, eight yards. No turnovers for the Madison defense. Lexington played a really clean game offensively, pretty much a clean game penalty-wise. Absolutely. And they will get out of here with a win. So here in just a second, we'll let Derek give his final thoughts. But first, let's get you some scores from around North Central Ohio. Nothing actually too shocking tonight, at least in the conference. Ashland with an easy win at home over Worcester, 34 to nothing. So they'll be coming in next week on a high. Uh, Mansfield Senior takes care of business at Mount Vernon, 31 to nothing. And they are one game away next week from winning the OCC outright this All year. Right. And West Holmes came back and got a score late to beat New Philly, 9 to 8. That's a weird one. Moak, it is right now in the fourth quarter, Ontario 31, Shelby 29, Galleon 42, River Valley 35, Highland beat Clear Fork 21 to 11, and Marion Pleasant shut out Marion Harding 36 to nothing. Down in the northern 10, Winford, it's a shootout at Winford. They lead Seneca East 59 to 34. Buckeye Central going to get back in the win column with a win tonight. They are beating Bucyrus 41-14. Carey is running the league out there in the Northern 10 this year. If they win next week, they are outright champions. They get a big win tonight over Upper Sandusky 61-14. Colonel Crawford, uh, one game behind Carey, will stay a game behind tonight. They beat Mohawk 41-12. In the Firelands, it was Crestview, a narrow win over Western Reserve 27-26. Monroeville blowing out Plymouth 48-7. 
Down in the KMAC, Northmore all over Centerburg tonight, 48-7. East Knox on top of Loudonville, 42-20 right now. It was Fredericktown beating Hardington-Lincoln, 38-16, and Danville stays undefeated. They'll go 9-0 and now, and obviously undefeated in the KMAC. They are running things down there. They beat Mount Gilead tonight, 53-20. to A couple other scores, Triway ahead of Northwest, 31-26. to It is Calvert, 41 and Willard, nothing. Uh, North Baltimore, 39. Crestline, nothing. Lucas beats up on Coach Hammy's Fort Laramie Redskins, 34-7. <laughs> Tiffin, Columbian, 44. Norwalk, 7. Hillsdale beats Northwestern, 45-21. Waynesfield, Goshen over Ridgedale, 53-20. And Elgin beats up on uh, Lima Perry, 61 to nothing. Back here at Ramfield, it was kind of a stressful one tonight for the Minutemen, but they get the job done. They win by 10, 31-21, and they improve to 4-5 and five on the year, 3-3 three and three in the OCC. Madison falls to 1-8 overall. They are now 1-5 in the OCC. The Rams will head to Mansfield Senior next week for the big rivalry in Richland County, and Lexington will be at home to take on the Ashland Arrows, a team they've had dead to rights a couple times in the last few years and couldn't finish them off. Hopefully this year is that time. And they need to win next week to get into the playoffs. So we hope you'll join us then from Lexington next Friday night. want to thank Kayla Durbin down on the sideline tonight, braving the cold weather. And I'm sure she'll complain about it the whole way home. But she does a great job as always. And you can check out her hard work on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at uh, VSBN Radio. Thank you to my broadcast partner, Derek Lazier, for another win on the road this year for the Minutemen. And how many does that give the Minutemen on the road this year? This completes their road schedule. Let's see. They won at Mount Vernon. They won here tonight. They did not win at West Holmes. They did not win. Oh, they did win at Worcester. What was the other one? What are we missing here? Oh, they lost at Shelby. Shelby. So the Minutemen, though, are going to finish the season on the road. With, a, with a road record of 3-2. and two. <laughs> wonder when the last time that happened was. Never. Anyway, so next week. A game for all the marbles yeah. against the Ashland Arrows, who are going to be coming in five and four. Minutemen, four and five. Should be a good one. If you can't be there, tune in with us. We will bring you all the action. Thank you so much for listening tonight. I'm Corey Durbin saying one final time, and thank you to my broadcast partner, Derek Lazier. Uh, I think I said that, but just to be safe. I'm Corey Durbin saying one final time, the Minutemen, a winner tonight here at Ramfield at Madison. 31-21. We hope you'll join us next week back at Lexington for week 10, the final week of the regular season, right here on fearthevillage.com.